0: Edition of the Chair Shot Podcast of the entire year. Coming to you here on October the 29th, just a few days from All Hollows Eve. I'm one of your hosts, Uri Murphy. Joined as always by my ever dependable co hosts, or should I say cohorts? Mm? First of all,
1: I thought he was going to say co ghosts.
0: Co ghosts. Oh yeah, my god. Ah, Ugh, my co-ghosts. First of all, Ooh. Joe Pennywise the Clowner.
2: Oh, down here everything floats. Is that the line? I don't know. <laughs> I should I'll have checked if it. he
0: saw if he saw it before I should before have googled that. Anyway, it's close enough. Yeah, we'll float anything on this show. Uh, and also rounding out the team uh, of ghosts, <laughs> uh, rounding uh, out
1: the scream.
0: Riding out the screen is Maul Griffin.
1: Oh, um, uh, Emperor Palpatine, are you sure about this whole Empire thing?
0: <laughs> yep, that's what Darth Maul said. Ah, Laddie, are you sure about this? I don't know. <laughs> I,
1: if I end up cut in half, fall into a hole, I'm gonna be really mad.
0: Yeah, we. Yeah, I mean, I I, I got into this for the glory, uh, but not in the you know honorable death way. Anyway. It is, in fact, uh, the spooky season. And uh, we are your spooky hosts of this Chair Shop podcast, where, to be honest, I don't know that we're going to talk about too much scary stuff. We have a little bit of a spooky movie go- upcoming. Um, but other than that, I'm not anticipating a whole lot of the scares, uh, unless anyone has a, um, uh, a scary story they want to tell. Uh, so, yeah, we uh, I don't know about you lads, but, uh, I mean, the Halloween... The Halloween uh, aspect of the month is kind of over for me because of course the actual 31st of October will be Tuesday which will be a regular work day. which means I, I myself certainly won't be doing anything I don't know about you lads I kind of had my big dress-up day yesterday um but uh um, yeah what about what about you lads?
2: uh yeah I didn't celebrate Halloween in any shape or fashion really okay um other than watching The Exorcist, which we'll discuss later. Yeah. During
0: what weekend. about you, um, uh, Paul? Any any Halloween goings on in your neck of the woods?
1: No. Um, I eat a lot of candy, if that counts. Yeah. Apart from that, uh, no, I, I, I'm not really one for costumes. I do have um, a Batman costume. Lying around here somewhere that I will put on on the thirty first just to kind of be in the spirit of it. Yeah. But I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. Um
0: well you might get trick treaters
1: I'll be I'll be watching the football, so I'll probably have my jersey on over my Batman costume.
0: <laughs> what a slice.
1: What a costume. It's it's football Batman. It's like it's like those and action figures you used to get that have nothing to do with
0: anything. Batman eating eating Harry you know. I was
1: eating Haribo today, actually. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, Harrybo's great. I mean, because I was trying to listen. Here's
1: here's my logic. Okay, um, I was in Super Value, and they have those uh, instead of the the usual bag of Harry Harrybo you get right Star Mix or whatever for a euro. They have the uh, the big multi pack, which has sixteen tiny little bags. So my logic was instead of just <laughs> whenever I want Harrybo, eating a whole full bag of them, I can just take a little mini bag out of the you know mm. and then mm. the, the, then i have my little fix and then i'm <laughs> and then i stop shaking for an hour uh <laughs> so that's kind of what i've been doing i have i have a load of them and i don't get i don't go through them as quickly as i would have if i had a proper bag of haribo because i just have yes. that one go you know of
2: course yeah, yeah.
1: not good for the old tummy so <laughs> good do, you, do
2: you get
0: do you get uh, trick or treaters in your neck of the woods? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. So you so you'll have to be you know so you'll have to Batman it up, put a bit, put a bit of effort into you know be dramatic when you answer the door. Yeah, uh, really, really make sure they're being good little boys and girls. You know. Yeah, um, but
1: I w- I won't Batman. kill them if they haven't been good because Batman has a strong moral compass.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: I don't know what the I don't know what the. Um, uh, uh, if they do that in this building or not, like what? What are people? Because there are people in this building who have kids. I mean, it's like what if you live in a in a flat complex, you just go door to I, door. I
1: assume i will just take them out to you know the estate round the way. I'm sure there's worth it, is worthy, isn't it?
0: Probably, yeah, yeah. There's, 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 yeah. There's estates fairly a bit small. You can walk to a nearby estate, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. So I miss trick or treating it was always a it was always a good time and and there was nothing better than when someone had the little small bags of Haribo. those were always great to get uh, um,
1: where did you stop going trick or treating out of interest what was like... I, I
0: stopped i stopped very very young i was um maybe like nine or ten
1: okay do you do, do do you want to guess uh what age I was when i last went trick or treating completely uh,
2: <laughs> oh, I'm are you how old are you now <laughs> <laughs>
1: but properly, what, why did you think did I last go trick or treating it?
0: Uh I will say seventeen. Oof. Uh,
1: thirteen. No, Barry's right. It was seventeen. <laughs> imagine that, imagine the doorbell rings and you open up oh, and it's this God. this little wispy bearded. Freak at the door, give sweets, get out of here. But yeah, I, we did that. Me and two of my friends went. Uh,
2: good tiny wrestling tapes, mister. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember because we kind of wanted sweets first and foremost, uh, but we didn't ha- want to go through the whole rigmarole of uh putting costumes on, so what we did was we just went down to the local shop and got a few plastic bags, cut the bottom off them, and wore them like vests. That was the costume. I don't know what we're trying to be, exactly. We're Tesco. That's the costume. Give us sweets now. <laughs> there wasn't much effort put into it. Hmm.
2: What yeah. about yourself,
1: Joe? What's your trick-or-treating history?
2: Never been. You've never went trick-or-treating? Nah. Not oh. around where I live. Jesus. Oh, Really? Like, if you get any fucking. They take, take the sweets off you.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to say in Limerick, do they let the kids walk around on their own?
2: <laughs> or do you just ride uh... a horse from house to house?
0: <laughs> door, door to door. <laughs> just throwing rocks at the windows saying, give us the sweets. Um. Yeah, I can't. I actually can't remember what age I was when I stopped, but I was very, very young. The funny thing is, given the last few years of Halloween, when I was younger, I really wasn't into the dressing up, the all that, that. You know, that's, that's kind of a recent thing I've been into. But um, yeah, yesterday I, I threw the costume on. It was it was fun. Uh, the the original plan, the reason, one of the reasons I went to Super Mario. My original plan was I was going to be. Rick from Rick and Morty and ba- based on how the discourse for the year shook out I'm glad I didn't mm-hmm. uh, just because I would have been this like horribly resented, hated person much like the real Rick in fact
1: well, I was, was going like to say I... much like the real Barry
0: alright alright Yeah, I live with this costume the other 364 days out of the year you know uh, uh, fame so is actually...
1: a mask which eats away at the face Barry
0: in the club we went to there actually was a, a Rick there I it was it was pretty <laughs> gonna nice.
2: say there was so was... dressed as you there <laughs> <laughs> How
1: that makes sense Alright everyone Barry Murphy here welcome uh, to the Treasure Podcast. Well, I'm
2: gonna yeah. do that on Tuesday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um so I was so I was gonna go as Rick and then my roommate who is not here at the moment um and our, our circle of friends came up with the genius idea that we would all go, I think I said this on this podcast, we would all go as Super Mario characters. Mario, Wario, Waluigi, Luigi. We were going we to do all that. All right. And I was like, cool. And I was going to like invest in a... You know, I usually spend a few bob on the, on the outfits. So I was like, all right, I'll buy some dungarees and a, a red shirt um, and a hat and the gloves. It'd be relatively cheap. And they were like, no, 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 no. no. We all got a match. So like, he, the, one of the lads went on eBay, and he was like, here's this guy who sells these outfits and you literally just pick the colors you want and he has all the mario characters you know all the all those characters who wear that setup and wario you know you just literally just pick the color you want so, and it was it was cheap but it was like eh hey, i was like all right this is gonna be one night i'm gonna be wearing this who cares so i bought the mario one and i gave i got the outfit like a couple of weeks ago then my roommate remembers that he was going on holiday um uh uh this weekend as he left on tuesday and he literally just, we, I knew he had the holiday coming up. And so I mentioned like over, you know, over pints one day. I was like, when are you flying out again? He's like, oh, the 24th. I was like, the 24th. And he's like, yeah. So, so we're not doing Halloween then, I guess. He's like, what? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, well, the Saturday would be the 28th. So obviously you're not going to be here. So when he left, the plan sort of fell apart. But I had already bought the Mario outfit. So it ended up being me, as Mario, like going out with Kira and her friends, who were all just various types of cats. Um, <laughs> so I, I, there was no ensemble piece. There was no, there was no teamwork. There was no, there was no theming, uh... and I was very disappointed. And also, the cheap piece of shit uh, outfit like broke before I even left the, the house. One of the, one of the straps. I was, I was looking like Andre the Giant for the second half of the night because the, <laughs> the, 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 the cheap not dungarees uh, uh, thing snapped but you know i got my photo off playing the switch was you know as mario so so uh, uh, small victories and all that so yeah that's my halloween done and dusted uh when i started working in the office i'm in now they would do if we were working on halloween which we are uh this year they would do uh um uh costume contests in the office but nothing was said about that this year which is good because last night when i came home i literally threw the mario thing in the bin uh, because it no, it was, it, it, was, it, was a, it was like it was like cheap piece of shit, and it was like damaged. And I was like, "All right." And I, I said it to Kira. I was like, "I'm throwing this away because it's cheap." But realistically, I should also like throw away the the previous year's outfits that I have never ever reworn and probably never will. Because um, I actually have held on to them. They're back home at MAM's place. But, uh, but yeah, that was my Halloween. Um, I did. I watched a very, very, very small amount of horror-related things talked about them on this show, really, so uh, maybe in the next few days I want to um, watch a spooky film too, yeah. that's so Halloween, Gough, that's that for another year. And if anyone listening is taking their kids to treating, obviously, uh, watch out for all the drugs that apparently people give away for free on Halloween. Razor Definitely blades. Real razor blades, yeah. the- Free Razor blades. Definitely a thing that happens. People love giving away their drugs that they buy, you know, have to go through trouble to get and spend money on they love giving them away for the bants. That's definitely it. Who uh, the
2: fuck uh, buys razor blades these days? Come on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ridiculous. So, um, that's Halloween. Any other, any other life golf we wanted to chat about?
2: Nope. Um, Picked up the keys to my flat on Saturday. Uh Um, I spent a few hours there setting up my broadband. which (laughs) the first thing I did when I knew I was getting it, ordered my broadband, picked up the router and everything on Saturday, installed it, it's all working. Lovely. Got no furniture, but I do have uh, 100 meg fibre broadband. So I uh, just need like a chair to sit on now, I suppose. And then that's me done. Um, yes, yeah, so hopefully in future weeks, I will be sounding crisp, crisp and sharp. <laughs>
0: So are you, are you currently there or
1: are you still in the process of moving in?
2: No, no, I'm still um, at my mum's place now. Okay. I'm um, going to gradually move in over the next week. So I, don't, there's not, I don't have any furniture or any cooking stuff or any, you know, anything like that. So I need to get that all sorted and uh, move in. Hopefully next week.
0: All official then? All, oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's mm.
2: all good. All good. Be-be-be-be.
0: So you'll, you'll be all settled in in time for the festive season.
2: Exactly. Perfect. Get myself a little tree to celebrate.
0: Uh, yeah, actually, uh, that's somewhere something I have to figure into the budget is getting Christmas shit, because we do not have any Christmas shit in this flat.
2: Yeah, so,
1: uh, we're less than two uh, months away now from Christmas, so we want to start getting ready.
0: It, yeah, it is actually nice. I still have some gifts and stuff like that. I, so have,
1: stuff. I haven't even started yet.
0: Hmm. That, well I've i got finished, so that makes me feel like I'm under pressure, but yeah, I gotta I got some s I gotta get moving. Um uh, anyway, any other life golf before we move on?
1: Yeah, well, uh first of all, I heard back about the interview that I did last week. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's not good news. I, uh, it's great news Uh no. So moving on from that. I fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> okay. Thought he was doing a Simon Cowell. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I wish Andy Deck would have come out and pressed the big. You're gold button. You're going to have to
2: go home and pack your bags because you're going to boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah! So I didn't get that. Um,
2: Next one. All good experience on the.
1: I'll, all, good, all good experience. All good. In fairness, the person who got Next it is one. is uh, not a bad pick, so I, I'm not too upset about it. Um, on the good side of things, I have been playing a new card game. Woo-woo! Uh, Go on. Which is called Flux. I don't know if either of you have ever heard of this game. Never. Uh, it's a card game, which sounds nerdy, right? But it's about it's Batman, so it's all right. Um, there's actually lots of different kinds of Flux. Like, this is just the Batman licensed version. There's an Adventure Time version. Um... But my brother got the, the Batman one, so we're playing that. And it's uh it's a hell of a lot of fun. So i recommend to anybody. Um if you enjoy a board game, if you enjoy Monopoly, Flux is a is a lot more fun and it's a lot a lot crazier. It's essentially a game where the rules are constantly changing. And okay. um you can probably get it on Amazon cheaply enough. Let me see how much it is now. Amazon Flux. Or Batman Flux on Amazon. Uh Batman Flux card game, uh, yeah, 12 dollars, so cheap, cheap enough. Not bad. Uh, we've been playing it pretty much all week nonstop. <laughs> um, yeah, but either three of us or four of us, and it's it's have a lot of fun. Um, essentially, the the way the game plays is you have, as I say, the rules are constantly changing. So by default, it's like you you pick a card out of the pile and you you put one down, and there will be a goal card which will be like, the goal of the game is Batman and the Joker. And you need to have in your kind of hand Batman and Joker then you win the game. But the point is that the rules are constantly changing, the goal is constantly changing, what you have in your hand is constantly changing. So it's like fast-paced card game. It's actually a lot, a lot of fun. So, I just wanted to throw that out there as a quick uh, recommendation. Um I'm not usually one who's big into card games. Anything outside of poker I'm pretty much not into. But, uh, I was introduced to this It sounds complex But you play one game And you kind of get it And uh, It's one of those Kind of perfect party games I think everybody can Kind of get into And can enjoy it real fast Uh, Also I I work now For the Flux company So uh, Anyway Batman Flux Go play it
0: Sounds good It is Uh, good
1: um, Not technically a life guff But I did want to Throw it out there
0: well yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't fit in anywhere else, you know, that's fine.
1: Yeah, card guff, ga- we have video game guff. There's a lot of yeah. lot of video game guff coming up today.
0: Yeah, so busy didn't... week, busy busy week. Um Yeah, so I guess we can we can move on there. Not a lot of t not a lot of telly uh this week. Anybody else start or have any interest in Stranger Things season two?
2: Ooh, not yet.
1: I was maybe thinking to start it today, but I didn't uh just didn't get around to it so no unfortunately yeah
0: um, I've watched I watched the first two episodes it's good um, it feels like it's going to be uh, more of the same in a good way um, it, it seems like it's moving a little bit slow um, so I don't really have much to say on it just yet but solid it's still got that same great tone to it um, you know everyone's well, where, the, where they're where they're supposed to be everyone's very likeable and uh, and the young actors are still great so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to it. I might actually stick an episode on after this show um, Because I do want to get through that before everywhere gets all spoilery.
1: Um, Yeah, I heard um, that IGN had been posting things, so I, of course, very quickly unfollowed IGN. I think it might have been Scott who actually tweeted that, so thanks for the heads up, Scott. But I, uh, yeah, I very quickly unfollowed IGN for that very reason. Um, Also, I don't, I don't want to be bombarded with uh, constant, constant information about a video game that I haven't exactly got around to playing yet, so I kind of want to avoid a lot of pictures and stuff so I can experience things for the first time.
0: So, uh, other than that, I just been I watched another episode of Big Mouth this morning, which was hilarious again. Uh, so yeah, that's still great. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess you know, if, if no one else has any other um to speak of, nope. uh, we can jump in to GameGov a uh, huge week for video games this week lots to talk about uh, wow. i played it i played a video game that's okay it's about a little fella a craftsman a hard working oh. chap going on a going on a bit of an adventure taking on some colourful characters All right. it's called middle earth shadow of war okay? <laughs> by a, 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 an inspirational chap Called J R R R Tolkien. I believe he coded it himself. Um, uh, yeah, so I got around to playing Shadow of War. What actually happened was I, I was fairly confident I was going to give it a miss, um, uh, but because like the things I heard of it were kind of positive, but a little bit mixed. And you know, I loved the last game, but I wasn't really sure on this one. But my roommate got it, and as I mentioned, he went on. He's now on holiday, so before I left, I was like, "Is that will you?" He goes, "Yeah." so that was uh, uh, that was what I was playing earlier this week it seems alright it seems like another uh, Mordor game um, I have no time for the Lord of the Rings stuff and even people who like Lord of the Rings think the story in these games are stupid because they're so it, it really feels like the people making it just wanted to make a fantasy action game and you know it's published by Warner Brothers who own the license so they stuck it on there it really doesn't feel like it fits and of course Gollum shows up within the first 10 minutes to be annoying um, uh, so that's that so yeah Shadow Wars alright I'm going to keep tipping away at it when I'm when I am kind of less busy with other games uh, which I am at the moment because of course Friday that old uh, Super Mario came out lads I don't know if you heard about this if you've seen this um, mm. he's he's back in hog form <laughs> um, so yeah Mario Odyssey is is fantastic I took Friday off work to play it uh, They it went live on the e-shop at midnight they god bless the mark nintendo rolled out preloading so you could actually uh load it onto your switch and have it ready to go at midnight bang on the dot which is what i did i played about three hours of it and then i went to bed and played a whole lot more of it on friday it is super fantastic obviously all the reviews are um are, are effusive and you know what's i think it's the most universally acclaimed game of the year just statistically it's 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 getting all these perfect scores um and i it is one of the most just straight up fun games I've played in in oh, maybe all year and maybe even several years. Um, it feels great, you know. It's 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 you know Mario platforming, but with some modern. Uh, quality of life touches. it's super colorful. The music is just tremendous. the way the way like Mario music is always great and and, and all those games always have great music. it's maybe the best yet soundtrack wise. Um, there's tons of little touches and little uh, uh, little uh, tidbits and Easter eggs to it. Um, there's a, there's a surprisingly large amount of uh, um, they showed this at e3, the stuff where he where you go into like a 2d plane and you play a little eight bit level. Mm-hmm. um within the 3D level uh, there's a lot of those it's like actually one of the more f- like frequently occurring mechanics and uh, whatever outfit you have mario wearing they make a little 8-bit sprite of it and the the music in the level converts to 8-bit music it's just so well done uh, it's really really great um, uh, and i can't wait to keep playing uh, more of it um the the only the only negatives are uh, which a lot of people have said is the motion control stuff Um, Mm. uh, So when you boot the game up every single time, it recommends you. I don't think I've ever done this, Paul. I don't know if you have. It recommends you play with the Joy-Cons detached and one (laughs) in each Like a Wii,
1: almost.
0: Exactly like that. I have never done that for a single, not even just to experiment with it. There's nothing about it that appeals to me. But they recommend you play that way. Uh, every time they pop up a tutorial message, they, they put a, a small little picture-in-picture picture video in the bottom right screen showing you how to do the move. And it's always a, a uh, you know, separate Joy-Con uh, setup in the video. Uh, they are constantly telling you to use the motion controls. Uh, there are several moves in the game that you can't do unless you are doing motion controls. Um, you obviously you know the big gimmick is that you throw your your hat onto various things to become those things, but you also the hat is also your main means of attack. You don't you don't have a punch or a kick um, in the game. You just press Y to throw your hat, and that that hurts enemies. Uh, if you want to spin it around you, like the, the hat flies around Mario in a three hundred and sixty degree motion, so taking out enemies all around him, uh, that that requires you to shake the Joy-Con or the controller whatever means you're playing with it, and that move cannot be done without motion controls. Um, if you are playing in handheld mode. Which is obviously something a lot of people are going to be doing because it's a switch. Uh, you literally have to shake the system left to right to um, uh, to do it. Uh, none of the none of the moves, like that move in particular, they're not mandatory. You will never you will never have to do that to advance in the game. But it is, you know, it's a it's a handy move to have and it's something you're going to want to do, you know, over to, while playing it. It's perfectly fine um, with a pro controller. It's not hard to do. The, the The motion controls are responsive, but them being in there and being mandatory is a bit silly. And I honestly can't believe that they didn't come up with a solution for it when you're in handheld mode. Because it's actually kind of uh, like for, for a game that's so sharp and so, um, so well made so many other ways. The fact that they have moves in there that require you to shake the system while it's in your hand, uh, it's kind of crazy to me. Um, so that's that's disappointing and, and frustrating. But other than that, it's, it, it's really great. Um, yeah. So I can't, I can't really say anything about it that hasn't been, uh, you know, effusively praised already, and also I don't want to you know, spoil it. I know Paul hasn't played it yet. Hmm.
1: Um, well, the thing so is, I, I, no, I when it comes to Mario, I don't think I'm even going to play it until probably around Christmas time. This was kind of the... Uh, you know, when you're when you're a grown up man, and you can basically have anything, you know, whenever you want it. Uh, this is kind of the opposite. This is the one time that I've actively chosen. You know, I could have this now, but Mario Odyssey seems like a game that I would like to. You know, you know, over Christmas I'm gonna have two and a half weeks off. So yeah i quite like to just have that be like my little Christmas game that I play like every day, all day and not have to be thinking about all day at work. So I said, you know what? Whereas all the time I can, you know, buy games. I feel like this is the one time that I'm going to have a little bit of restraint and I'm going to say, okay, I'm not going to play this for another month and a half. I'm going to wait and then I'm going to pick it up. The the other reason why I'm doing that as well is because I do have a, uh, the PS4 voucher that I mentioned uh, oh yeah. And I'm gonna be picking up this the South Park game with that. Um oh, yeah. so since I already have kind of half the cost of that, I can buy that uh for half of what I spend on Mario and play that mm. until then more or less. I also finally uh finished Horizon, which we'll talk about in a bit, but uh so I don't really need to have Mario right away. As much as I'm kind of itching the itching to play it, I can kinda of wait
0: yeah i i think i think you'll love it it's 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 great there's there's so much to also i think that, i think someone said there's like 900 moons in it um which is crazy it sounds seems like it's huge it's actually based on i haven't unlocked all the all the worlds yet but based on the 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 speed at which i'm burning through them uh it seems like it's actually not going to be super long to just get to end credits yeah um I think I think I'm I think I'm about halfway through. I've actually just because I'm I'm like I'm trying to savor it. Like every time you go to a new kingdom, it's like it's full of new surprises and new looks and new music. So I just beat I, I didn't beat it, but I'm I just I'm moving past the. The faux New York City level that they've shown a lot of the New Donk City, yeah. uh, and so I actually haven't, even though I've unlocked it. I haven't gone to the kingdom after that because I'm, I'm going back and, and kind of replaying the earlier ones, getting some of the, the hidden moons. And they, it's all just so satisfying when you when you when you line all the pieces up of, of a particular puzzle, or you figure out how to do something, um, or you interact with a particular character, and there's a, a funny little thing that unlocks. It's just all it's all it's all great. It's it's just pure. Or it's the it's the pure Mario experience it really is great um and I think I think it'll be a great Christmas game I mean if you've got uh, a sequence of days off I I got my Christmas holidays approved this week as well and I have about about a week and a half two weeks off and I, I Fuck uh, yeah yeah
2: I'm gonna have two and a half 26 yeah. well, uh, you know, and 27th then that's it uh
0: well I mean mine aren't um the office is open. It's just I've I've been I've been hoarding my my annual leave days like a little yeah, uh, <laughs> squirrel in my cheeks, filling up filling them up with with worked up time, and uh, and you know I'm I'm cashing in. Um, but yeah, Mario would be a great game for that. Great game for that. Um, and I, I think you will love it. So yeah, I mean, the, the other that. side
1: of that though is that knowing that I won't be playing for a month and a half, I I do realize that I'm opening opening myself up to finding things out about it. Unintentionally, so I kind of have accepted that, but uh, yeah. I'm just not, you know, going wading into ign.com and places where I'm most likely to see something that I don't want to see.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's yeah, there's 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 a lot out there, but yeah, I think I think you'll be okay. Especially because you know people will move on. I think in the next few days, it's like okay, it's out now. We everyone has it and is playing it, and that's fine. And I think once the initial uh, shock and awe of it is is over. I think people will move on.
1: The other thing yeah. as well about it that I'm kind of worried about. Just, just a
0: week to go until they're talking about Call of Duty.
1: Well, hopefully that will not happen too much. Um, one thing that I'm worried about as well is uh, when I I don't you didn't play either of the Mario Galaxy games, am I right?
0: No, I missed them. Yeah,
1: super super good. Um, Mario Galaxy One. Uh, you also, by the way, because on the way you you do use the separate hand controls which i wonder maybe that's why they uh they have that in odyssey for people who are familiar with galaxy i don't know um but galaxy one super super good uh galaxy two i think critically is is usually considered to be the better of the two but for whatever reason i started that game twice and about 10 hours in i just kind of got drifted away from it just kind of got bored of it for whatever reason Um, I had the same thing with Sunshine, Mario Sunshine, I played for 10 hours or so, and I just kind of lost interest in it. And then Mario 64, obviously I'm not counting the 2D Marios, you know, Mario World and all that, but Mario 64 is one of my all-time, all-time favorite games, you know? So I'm I'm interested to see how how this one goes.
0: Yeah. So, uh, other than that, uh I've been playing uh some of that new Wolfenstein, which also came out on Friday uh but don't have a whole lot to say about it because i'm I'm kind of early in it, but it's great it's the early impressions are really good uh it opens with a really strong kind of heavy handed intro. It's a bit kind of miserable and dour, but that's that's kind of Wolfenstein. It's very noir-y and very downtrodden and 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 gravelly voiced. And then it's like the most manically happy thing ever, just dual wielding shotguns, running around, obliterating Nazis. Um, it seems like it seems like it's more of the same from that first game, which is a good thing. You know, it's, I you know I didn't want it to stray from the formula. So yeah, that's good. How, uh, how do you
1: find that's... dividing your time up between Odyssey and Wolfenstein? By the way,
0: um, I definitely playing way more Odyssey. I I kind of had to tear myself away from it, which sounds weird because, like, obviously it's my fucking free time. I'll do what I want, but like, I I loved the last Wolfenstein game, so I was like, I know I'll, I'll like this, and I I, I kind of care more about being spoiled on that rather than Odyssey because it's like—I mean, it's a
1: Mario game. Odyssey. You're gonna have the certain tropes that are gonna
0: yeah. Come but up, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I mean, not don't get me wrong. There's lots of hidden stuff and lots of cutesy stuff in in and Easter eggs in Mario that that are great to experience for yourself. Um, you know, I have I've encountered several things where I was like, Oh, I don't wanna say or mention I like there's a there's a scene in New Dong City that I was just like, I can't mention a peep about it because it's gonna be one of those great things when people play it for themselves. But um whereas Wolferstein has this really interesting, weird story, you know, it's set in like alternate history where the Nazis won and and it's just doing all kinds of crazy shit. So I wanna get through it.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: oh, alternate or history or is design. that today? <laughs> oh, oh makes you think um no it's, it's um no it's really great and and the action is really satisfying and 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 the car it's got a it's got a wacky uh, cast of characters to it um yeah no it's really good um um so i've uh in terms of dividing up my time i i am only about three hours into wolfenstein versus like 20 in
1: and the, the other question i would have as well is with regards to the to mario are you playing it on the t v in handheld mode? what's kind of your your way to go with it
0: I'm mainly doing t v uh because it is a it's a really good looking game um
1: I've heard uh, Mario is quite small on the kind of whether it's the camera angle yeah
0: i I heard some stuff about people having trouble visually on the handheld mode. I haven't had any every time I've played in handheld it's been perfect okay. but to me it's just the the um, the motion control stuff is, is a huge downer um, on, yeah. on that handheld. Um, but also, it's just Mario is something that I just want to play on a TV with that pro controller. It's such a great controller. Um, uh, that's just how I want to play that. So it's it's so, I mean, I can make my peace with the problems with the motion controls. They're not like so horrendous that, that it's it's... I'll never play in portable, but while while I'm at home and while it's the weekend and I don't have to go anywhere, I, I will definitely prefer playing it on TV. The other thing, actually, as well about those, those motion controls, there's, like, uh, Mario uses, like, four buttons. Mm. Uh, uh, A and B both jump. Um, X and Y both throw your hat. So they've already duplicated those. Uh, the triggers both do the same thing. The bumpers both do the same thing. So it's, like, inexplicably, they could have put some of these functions on other buttons but i think they wanted they, you know they it's a first party game so they want you to be able to play it with that little you know it, it has a, a lame two-player mode where one person controls the hat it's it's not very fun mm. um they i think they just want people to play be able to play with one of those little joy cons i think I, I think it would benefit immensely if you've been the two-player mode have the option to be in the motion controls and just put some of those functions on the on the other buttons that are being duplicated but anyway that's mario chat uh, i'm sure I'll, I'll check in again next week on it uh and yeah, wolf Assign as well is pretty good um yeah that's it for me for games this week what about you
1: uh well yeah i finally uh finished horizon uh got the platinum trophy so very very happy oh. with that um so yeah my i think my overall completion because in the game you have your little completion percentage as well separate to the trophies I think my overall completion was something like 91%. So I pretty much did everything in the game. Uh, Aside from collecting, like, the little data points, whatever they are. I could be bothered with that. But beat the story, beat all the side quests, all the errands, all the cauldrons, all the bandit camps, corrupted zones. I did all of the hunter trials, whatever they're called. Got all of the gold medals for those. Yeah um so all in all i think i clocked in at 42 and a half hours i think was my
0: that's not bad for a platinum trophy my
1: finish no i was pretty uh surprised because i I was told that it would take me about 50 so didn't yeah that's what i I would have estimated that yeah four fifths that time um yeah very hell of a game i will say um towards the end the story really ramps up and I don't know whether... It, I... seems
0: like, it seems like, I mean, by virtue of platinuming it, it seems like you got into it a bit more because it seemed like you were kind of into it but not super into it early on. Yeah,
1: well, in the in the last week, I've probably played something we're in the range of 15 hours, <laughs> you know? Like, it feels like, or 20 hours, it feels like I played definitely a lot more in the last little while. Um, well, one thing that I would say is, yeah, the story ramps up tremendously towards the end, and maybe that was because early on, I was dividing my time more between main story, side quests, cauldrons. I was a little bit more unfocused. I kind of would compare that to something like Skyrim, where you play Skyrim and you're doing a bit of this and a bit of this and a bit of this. You're never really saying, oh, isn't the main quest so enthralling? Because you're spending so much of your time doing other things. So I I got to the point where I would pretty much done everything aside from the last maybe four hours of main quest so at the end it was just main quest main quest main quest and it was super super good um so overall where do i stand on it yeah uh i still have a lot of obviously the little niggling complaints that i mentioned uh in the past weeks one other thing i would say about as well is i really feel like horizon is a game that's set up for some like really interesting boss battles and it just really doesn't have any really interesting (laughs) boss battles um, I feel like some of the cauldrons specifically, and especially towards the, the end of the game, it would be perfect to have, like, the one um, massive dinosaur, the, the one big T-Rex or something that you don't see elsewhere in the game. It's just, like, the boss, right? Yeah. But what happens is you get to the boss, and it's... Like, there's one of the cauldrons is just a snap moss. It's, like, one of the crocodile things that you just see everywhere. Yeah. Um, 'Cause you do have these dungeons in the game and then you have this kind of unsatisfying boss battle. So when I got to the very end of the game, uh and obviously not spoiling anything, but like the 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 boss battle, I guess you'd say, like the final boss, is just another like Deathbringer. You fight one of them fifteen hours in, you know, it it didn't feel like a real a real ending to the to the story or to the game. Um that would be one of the one of the things. Aside from how it plays, that would be one of the the few like disappointing design choices they made was were that the boss battles are just so repetitive and and uninteresting. Um, mm. And also, of course, <laughs> the entire game through, it never lets up. On every quest is uh, use your focus to find the try the trail, follow the trail for uh, five minutes. Yeah. And then so much of that, man. I wish that they kind of changed yeah. it up a little bit more.
0: Yeah, and it's that's. I mean, that's crazy considering how much effort goes into like so much, so much of the rest of the game. That they that they constantly go back to that formula is just kind of inexplicable to me. One of the, one of the things I kind of turned around on on Zelda. I mentioned last week how I was like really getting into Zelda at long last was like there's a lot of side quests in that game that are like bring me fifty of this type of mushroom. And early on, I was like, what the fuck is the point of that? It's so tedious but it's like the adventuring in the world to get that stuff will cause you to stumble upon other things that make you feel like a real adventurer and you're 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 you know uh, you can like like you can equip a thing that lets you um that will direct you towards certain certain resources so you're like oh I'm gonna climb this cliff to get this mushroom oh what's this it's a cave what's in this cave oh it's a new weapon cool oh what's this whereas in horizon like those side quests they I feel like they never lead to anything it's follow the trail. Which will lead to a script, uh, you know, a scripted fight. You win the fight, you go back, you have a conversation, um, and you get your reward. It's all very, very basic. Um, it's it's a shame. Yeah. Well, I uh, said early
1: on as game. well. I still feel the same way that uh, it's not necessarily a game that encourages you to explore because the map is just more or less filled out for you right away. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I also found the the fast travel kind of annoying because you would you would need specific resources to make a fast travel kit or buy one. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of the time I found myself way out of the way with no means of fast travelling. I was like, well that's completely inconvenient. Excuse me. So um I guess you could say, well you should have provisioned better, Paul, but it's like
0: No, it's a stupid system. If you're gonna have
1: fast travel, just let let the people fast travel. (laughs) No, like why do you need specific resources to do it? Anyway. Um, I must have dropped my mouse. I cannot reach it. Oh, God.
0: I think I, I think I played Horizon longer than you, and I think I only got, like, 80% of the trophies. I was dilly-dallying.
1: Um, well, it wasn't even that I was necessarily going for specific trophies. I just did everything in the game, <laughs> you know? Mm. So I don't know how... Unless yeah, unless you spend more time just exploring and looking at, looking at things, um, so Horizon is done, Platinum Trophy, um, so next game is gonna be finishing off Ukulele and hopefully getting the Platinum for that. That that might to an extent scratch my little Mario itch as well, having some like old school platformer, um, platforming to do, and then I'll be on to uh, South Park. So pr- I probably will um replay Stick of Truth before I move on to Fractured Butthole because um, <laughs> I believe that's it's not that long I feel like when I played it the first time I didn't beat it the first time but I feel like I uh, I probably played it for about 10 hours and, and didn't beat it but then I've heard respectively that it's only about 10 hours long so I must have, as you said, spent a lot of time dilly-dallying and not really doing anything um, I also beat another game today I beat Horizon this morning, by the way I got the plan this morning I've already 100%ed another game since then um, I played a game called 3 Forts Home which is a little indie game I picked up for must have been three euro four euro something like that um, and it's basically um, if anybody's seen that movie Lock with uh, Tom Hardy where it's just him in the car for the whole movie it's kind of like yeah. that the video game where oh. you're, you're driving home it's very uh, simple very uh, stylized look so it's not like hyper realistic graphics. it's very much like a style to it, and you're driving from left to right across the screen in two d and underneath you have a a phone call conversation happening, and you're choosing different dialogue options okay. um, and you're driving home during a tornado storm is basically the the story of it and you've, you're interacting Are with you you're
0: driving you driving home for Christmas
1: If I had played it in two months' time, that joke would have been apropos um, <laughs> Unfortunately not. Um, So you're driving home and you have a conversation with your family and there's certain family dynamics that are happening and certain people are, you know, your dad's uh, an alcoholic and your mother has um, uh, certain issues with you as a daughter and you have your your son who has some undefined uh, disability, a mental disability and blah, blah, blah. And uh, as, as a game, it's not very... Uh, fun to play, I would say. It's 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 essentially just you're reading the text. That is the game. There's no gameplay to it. You hold right. the you you hold the R two button to drive the car. And that's it. You don't steer it. You just go from left to right.
2: Oh,
0: really? why even has that button from?
1: I don't know. <laughs> but it's it is about the, the st- it's a story more than a game. I would even say. Um, but it's nice because you're playing the game and in the speaker of the controller, uh it plays the car radio. So you have this little music coming out, not out of the TV, but out of your, uh, controller, which to an extent gave me that kind of feeling of, of you're in a car, right? Cause it, from the TV speakers, you have the storm, you have the, the, the rain and the thunder and lightning. And then on the controller is the music, which is coming down from kind of below your, your head. So it kind of worked in that way. And in, in a weird way, it was very, very, um, immersive in that, in how they did the music. Um, and also in the story, in the middle of it, there's this, like, short story that your brother reads to you, and it's, like, completely, completely enthralling. And um, I would say, overall, the game is only maybe 45 minutes long. It's very, very short. And then there's an epilogue, which you can do and, and replay to get certain trophies. Overall, I probably spent about an hour 15 on it, but it was it was three euros, so I don't exactly feel ripped off. Um, so I, I'd give it somewhere in the range of a... 7 out of 10. I think it was originally a uh a PS Vita game which was ported, which is oh, yeah. why it's so simple. Uh I and, and I,
0: that's something you can, you know, where it'll be played.
1: And I I would prefer that it was maybe uh, had voice acting in it rather than text because sometimes just sitting there reading text can get repetitive and that would give it an extra dimension to it. But it was good and and I I I don't, you know, uh, regret buying it all. it was definitely a fun very very different experience it was like nothing I've, I've played before but but too simple and not enough interactivity and horizon yeah we're talking about like high eight low nine out of ten something like that top top game so that's my games i'll be starting ukulele i'm off tomorrow by the way you guys off tomorrow as well i don't know is it a bank no, holiday in the uk no ah,
0: it's not it's not, not a a it. UK, which is why i'm working
1: Okay, so I'm off tomorrow, so I will either watch some Stranger Things or uh, start back on Ukulele, which I'm already about a quarter through, so that shouldn't be another 42 hour one, I don't think.
0: So, uh, with all that video game guff out of the way, Joe, I believe you've seen a movie this week. You're our sole movie guff fella.
2: Yeah, hang on. I'm. Um... Just reading this uh, list of bank holidays in Ireland.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> although Halloween is on October the 31st, in the Republic of Ireland, it is celebrated as a public holiday on the last Monday in October. This day became a bank holiday in 1977, and as it falls close to Halloween, it's become known as the Halloween holiday. Okay, up. so it's not actually... It's not really in celebration of Halloween, is it? Or
0: a- I don't know what it is, honestly. I... I, I... Like, I guess it technically is a, like a Halloween, but like, there's nothing like if you're wondering, is Halloween like for religious reasons celebrated? Like, no, I don't think so. Like, I, I honestly do not know what the deal is with it, but I'm not, I'm not asking it questions. Is. I gotta work, I gotta work tomorrow, but I get in that sweet double time, you know.
2: It's, 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 not a, it's not like a Christian holiday, obviously. It's an old, uh, I'm,
0: I'm pre- I'm, yeah, that, that's Celtic what holiday. I'm pretty sure. Um, Catholics like hate Halloween. Or like hardcore Catholics do.
2: I'm surprised the church let this this go on, to be honest. They haven't tried to uh, change it to, I don't know, Jesus' second birthday, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. 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 Movie guff. Um, So last night I watched a film called The Exorcist. Um, It's a horror film. uh, Made many years ago. Uh, Mm -hmm. And... What happens so there's there's a girl in it and she gets uh infected with some like demon or something. All and right. um she starts going a bit mental, swearing at people and doing other lots of kind of weird stuff and then she starts going green or something, uh face faces goes green and she gets these scars and that and um so doctors are baffled. They're going, What's going on? We don't know Physically, there's nothing wrong with her, even though she's green and levitating, <laughs> and the scars um, on her face. So they, no, don't no, no, to, no, to me. And um, so they they haven't. So they get the priest in, uh, and you get a couple of priests in, and they come in and do all the, um, you know, the holy water and all that, and the crossing themselves, and uh, the power of Christ compels you, and they've got a cross and all that. Uh, anyway, I won't spoil the ending, but. They try and exorcise the demons from this girl. Hence, it's called The Exorcist. Yeah. Seven out of ten.
1: Only seven Was, for The wasn't
2: Exorcist. wasn't scary. It's, it's one of those old films that's not scary.
1: Like Nightmare on Elm so, Street. It's a little bit silly. I, know it,
2: yeah. I, have, I haven't seen
0: it in ages, hard but hard. I, I remember liking it, but not loving it at the time.
2: Yeah. I mean, I quite enjoyed some of it.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you remember it's the name, name, name of the uh, the demon in The Exorcist?
2: Um, Cain. <laughs> Finn, <Balor. laughs> Finn Balor. Apparently, no, it's
1: Pazuzu. Uh,
2: as per oh, okay. as per Wikipedia,
1: Pazuzu. Yeah.
2: Um, so I've kind of caught up with most of the classic horror movies now mm. over the last two years. There's a few I think I haven't seen, like The Omen. Uh, yeah. I think uh, that,
0: uh, that's another one though that I think you might think you know it's it's kind of an old not very scary horror film, I
2: think. yeah that's the thing uh, what was that? was another one but I can't remember what it was Um, yeah most of the other ones I haven't seen it are quite a recent ones so not, not you might play. need Honestly, to, you pol- might need to dip your, dip
1: your toe into uh, Japanese horror that might be where you go next
0: oh
2: um, <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot of um
1: what? She you're you're very that. close to doing a little accent there.
2: No, that was. I was just. I was just intrigued. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen uh Ring, Ringu. Yeah. Um, That's a good movie. Not Ring. to be con- not to be confused with Pingu. Um, very <laughs> body of work. She comes out of the TV. Noot, noot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, what else have I seen? Audition, the. Audition, the yeah. Film? yeah. That's quite spooky. Um. That's probably. The it. Grudge? You've seen that? No, I haven't seen that. Grudge or, uh. uh there was the one of the monster in or something. I can't remember. With what? Yeah. yeah Godzilla? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so I probably I probably won't watch any other horrors this year. I just what about The Shining. There watch The Shining, and then next year I'll finish off. Yeah, seen that one. That was scary. Yeah, probably won't ever watch that again. Too scary. Shining's real good. Um,
1: what was that? I said Shining is really good. Um, oh yeah. I'm looking up here on on Google best horror. Oh, films. Evil
2: Evil Dead. I need to see that. Uh, I've never I've now. never watched Evil Dead. At this time. Not even Why not too much uh,
1: blood and guts in there. Oh, okay, yeah,
2: fair enough. Probably all right for me. Uh, have you watched the
1: movie Scary Movie, Joe?
2: Yeah, well, it is the number one horror movie on Aquari- the Aquari- list of <laughs> <laughs> horror movies. The top three horror movies of all time are Scary Movie, It, and It
0: Follows. Yes. What's that?
1: Have you watched The Witch? <laughs> Joe, 2015 yeah. is The Witch.
2: I think that would scare me.
1: I really... It wouldn't. It wouldn't scare you, though. Um, it's... Uh, that's a weird one. That's a real divisive one. Some people think it's like terrifying. I, I really, really <laughs> thought it was trash. Yeah, I know... I- I, yeah, I was I la- laughing it. at it in the cinema. I was laughing at it. I
0: know you and some other people think it's like the stupidest thing ever, but I've also seen people think it's the greatest, scariest thing of all time. So I I should get around to watching it at some point.
1: I'd be interested to see your thought on it, because um, I didn't think it was very good at all. Uh, Silence of the Lambs, is that really horror? I guess it kind of is. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, I think it is, yeah.
1: Jaws, get out. Uh I've I, mm, Hellraiser. I don't know if I'll ever be interested. I don't know when I ever sit down to watch Hellraiser. That's a bit of a weird one, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Have you seen that, Joe? Hellraiser.
2: Uh, no, nah, that's on my list. Um uh, so
1: Remember, my dad had uh, Hellraiser two, or no, Hellraiser three on VHS Ooh. for some reason. Oh. Uh, I never watched it because I was too
2: afraid. Um, yeah, so that was, that's the only new one I've watched. Um, I was thinking, actually, you know, we were talking about Thanksgiving uh, many weeks ago and yeah. potentially yeah. other actors I could cover. I was thinking, instead of another actor, I might do a director. I thought you got
1: to do a Dennis um, Norton voice there.
2: I was thinking, if you're one of those people
1: <laughs> who watches movies a a
2: actor. <laughs> Um... I was thinking David Fincher. Um, right. That, but then I realised you know, he's only done ten films and I've seen eight of them already. God. So <laughs> Which of the two are you missing? Which, which, would it not be a lot of good? Uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Cause yeah. I saw the original, the
1: original one, so I didn't, didn't bother with that. That's got the great uh, um, Trent Reznor score
2: for that one, though. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, Benjamin Button. Yeah, curious case. Okay, I've seen everything else. That is, Yeah. Maybe I think I'm picking up a director, the I like. hmm. Who? Um, who's a director that
1: is generally well-regarded, but whose movies you haven't seen a lot of?
2: I don't know. It's hard to.
1: I'm going to say Coppola. Yeah. Mm. Although, if you've seen The Godfather, you've seen the the main ones. I have seen the Godfather. <laughs> I know he did a few other ones. Um, with uh, I know he did one with Gene Hackman. Uh, I can't remember the name for right now though. I'm not sure that I've seen a lot of Ron Howard's films.
2: Um Ooh, Ronnie Howard. I've probably have seen a lot of his to be fair. Um let's see how many has he done?
1: Ooh. Bloody hell, he's done quite a few. Quite a few, yeah. He's doing obviously the Han Solo standalone movie. Uh I'm gonna go out and limit limb and say that's gonna be shite. Uh <laughs> he's done all of the Dan Brown ones, Inferno and
2: Yeah, I've seen all of
1: them. Oh that was Rush in the heart of sea. I've seen that. Frost
2: Nixon. Seen that. Yeah. Depend, uh, yeah seen so. that and,
1: um, Beautiful Mind, which won the
2: Oscar for. Uh, Actually, I haven't seen quite a few of these, but mm. some of them look pretty Apollo, shit. Apollo 13, to be honest. Willow. Willow, yeah.
1: S- Splash.
2: You yeah. did that.
1: A movie mm. called Grand Theft Auto.
2: Ooh. From 1977. Uh. Maybe George Lucas. What's he done? He's done some good ones, has not he? American Graffiti, Red. Yeah, uh, I've never
0: seen any of his. I haven't seen any of his uh, non-Star Wars things. Maybe I should. Uh, what
1: check was he those directed out? a purpose. Yeah, American Graffiti. T H X one one three eight. The three prequels, and uh, that is it. That's all he's ever directed. <laughs> and Star Wars.
2: <laughs> well, you know, leave him wanting more, George. <laughs> or in some cases leave them not wanting <laughs> far <anymore>. far less
0: <laughs> you know it's funny because I read that book about Star Wars earlier in the year and there's like huge chunks of it that are about THX and um,
2: yeah.
0: um, uh, American graffiti. I honestly think the name how Star Wars took over the universe or whatever the fuck it's called I feel like that name was kind of just drummed up by the Publisher to sell more copies. It really is kind of just a George Lucas autobiography, um, mm-hmm. with some with some chapters sprinkled in about weirdos who cosplay as stormtroopers. Um, but yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, obviously, there's not that many. But yeah, you know, watch THX, watch American Graffiti. Let us know what you think. That'd be a, all right. May, uh, Mary, Mary
2: Lucas. Hmm. Yeah. Nope. So much. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry no, I was just I was looking at his filmography. Yeah, I'll watch that final film of his that I haven't seen and that'll be Lucas Dunn. Yeah. Um yeah.
1: What about if you were to watch uh something like uh Paul Thomas Anderson or Wes Anderson or
2: Um not big fans of them. No. Neither of the Andersons. Can really. I go out on
1: a limb here? Uh I saw the trailer for the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie with uh yeah. what's it called? Phantom Thread, I think it's called, with Daniel Day Lewis. Mm. Uh, it looks like boring shite.
2: Yeah. Um. Actually, saying that, I do like Boogie Nights. I do like Magnolia. And I did like There Will Be Blood. So... Right. Well, the master is obviously
1: brilliant, and uh, Inherent Vice is uh, enjoyable, but is extremely long, like Magnolia is. Yeah. Uh, what about Paul Verhoeven? Mm, no. No?
0: What about that guy, was it uh, Villeneuve, um, who did Blade Runner?
1: Uh, Joe's seen a lot of Villeneuve. Yeah. He's seen Enemy, he's seen. Villeneuve. I think, yeah, there's a uh, couple
2: of early ones I haven't, I haven't seen. Have you
0: seen. Have you seen. How much of Spielberg have you seen?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, One or two. Um not much in the last 20 years I honestly
0: I honestly don't think I've seen that many I've seen like Jurassic Park I don't think I've seen E.T. since I was a baby
2: <laughs> um, God what was he do? oh Bridge of Spies yeah I watched that recently. Bridge of Spies a little Lincoln. bit a little bit
1: boring wasn't it it is alright Bridge of Spies uh, BFG I saw as well I actually God, BFG
2: the, right. the, ter- the Terminal
1: -hmm. More like the interminable.
2: Did you make that joke already?
1: Uh, I actually don't don't mind the terminal. Uh, Lincoln, I didn't see. Warhorse, I didn't see. Tintin is great. Um, Indiana Jones, Crystal Skull, I think, I think is alright War of the Worlds. (laughs) Catch me if you can. Minority Report, I quite liked. AI, load of old shite uh, so, yeah, when's the last good movie made?
2: 93? Something like that? <laughs>
1: yeah! Whenever Shinders'
2: this came out,
1: probably. Yeah, 93. Right, do we want to move AI. on then? More, to like, a...
0: more like, more like, oh, oh. <laughs>
1: more like, hey, Spielberg, what are you doing with this <laughs> terrible movie? Hey, I ain't watching that! <laughs> and... <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh, do we want to do our emails here?
1: Yeah, let's
0: do it. Hmm. Yeah, I think we all have emails. I'll kick things off here. I got, a, I got an email from Scott the boy, McAvoy. He asks, I had a couple of friends over for the last pay-per-view and I have to admit I was pleasantly surprised. I really thought the pay-per-view was going to be Asuka's match uh, and AJ vs. Finn, but I found myself watching as much of the show as I do any other show. I usually judge how interesting the pay per is by how much time my friends spend looking at their phones and this one for some reason, held their attention. What was the last pay-per-view that surprised you with how entertaining it was? Uh, mm, I don't know. Generally, I feel like I... Um, um, even when the booking is terrible, I feel like they do a decent job and, and they keep my attention. Um, obviously, as, as you can tell from this show, we don't watch them beginning to end, really, anymore. Um, well... Uh...
2: <laughs> or beginning to anything. <laughs>
0: or, I, or
1: anything. Well, I mean, generally, I think Coming up is my beginning-to-end report of TLC.
0: Yeah, look forward to that.
1: Which um, I watched for all of it.
0: Uh, next, the part of Scott's mail here is, he says, the latest thing going around that annoys me is the one chip challenge. Have you seen or heard of this? I have not seen anything to do with this. No. Uh, the only thing I found entertaining is the video of the TV news morning show, all doing it at the same time. And uh, email female talking head ended up throwing up. Oh, I, d- the I did
1: hear about this. I did hear about this. I yeah, have not yeah.
0: seen this. What is, what is this? It's
1: like a super hot tortilla chip um i saw this on facebook but I, don't, I don't think it's even someone that i follow but someone had uh some page had put like this news anchor threw up on the air and it was because of one of these let me look this up what's it called one chip one chip challenge
0: so i guess it's a spicy yeah a high, a high
1: Pac- spicy. packy packy tortilla chips apparently it's super super hot i guess um i guess yeah the one, yeah, it has written on the case. One, the the little case of the chip is shaped like a uh, like a little coffin, and has the Grim Reaper on it. And it's it's pack pack tortilla chips, Carolina Reaper madness, five uh, flame deadly heat, the one chip challenge, and it has one little chip in it. And apparently, it's so hot, your all your hair falls out. Right? I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, that is hot! <laughs> uh, w- wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How much is it cost to get one of these chips? Hang on, I can't,
0: it can't be expensive. It's just
1: How much? Oh, apparently, by the way, you can win a year's supply of these chips. uh you want a year supply? Eat the world's hottest now? chip, and then post the proof of do? your pain. That's what you have to do. The How do I get my chip? Where do we get one? Uh, sure.
0: Scott asks if we, if we or anyone, uh, uh, you know, if we have uh, participated in any of these challenges. I honestly have. I don't think I've ever participated in any social media viral uh, challenge thing. I didn't do because uh, I'm not an idiot. I didn't do neck nominate when that happened.
1: Uh, <laughs> Remember ever uh, neck nominate? Oh man!
0: At the time, I thought, oh. and I realized, like after the fact, after someone died and people stopped doing it. It was like, and it was like, oh yeah, you know. In hindsight, that was so stupid. How did people not just think that was the stupidest fucking thing at the time? It was so stupid. Um, even though it was for a good cause, I didn't do the ice bucket thing. I got nominated like three times, and I was like, fuck off! I'm not doing that. Um, uh, no, I don't think I've done. No, I don't think I've done any of that stuff ever. Um, no, it's it's all it's all a little bit too much, uh, uh, you know. I don't know, I it's forced fun a little bit, you know yeah, I, just, yeah. I, I don't um and 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 more and more often than not, like like with the next nominator and with this chip thing, it's just like, okay, it's something I have no desire to do at all, but we're doing it for for on on a video we're sharing online. I don't know nothing about that is
1: yeah this one this even, challenge isn't even as far as I can see it's not not even for charity or anything it's just to win no. a, a year supply of these these tortilla chips
2: shall I, shall I get some. Yeah, go get them online. so I order three? I'll order three and I'll send one to each of you, uh, to to you two, and then we'll all lead it on here next <laughs> month when I get it. I think that's a, this is a great idea. Uh,
0: so this so that's it's what good. we're going to do when the, the next the next meetup that we do in or oh, sometime in the next ten years is going to be a uh, jingle all the way audio commentary. Well, we have to
1: go for the housewarming, obviously, don't we? Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, you're popping over. Yeah.
1: Papa Nova Papa Nova baby
2: on over, baby. <laughs> Whoa, hang on, seven dollars for shipping. What am <laughs> I fucking mug? Like can stick it out their ass. I'll just get some Doritos. <laughs> I, I,
0: bet that, I bet that would make it worse actually.
2: Well Doritos here have the uh the,
1: the roulette Doritos you can get anyway, They have like the one of them is super super spicy or whatever it is.
2: well. email done? Um, I've got one go for it um, Scott has an email for me he said says good afternoon Joe I was looking at the upcoming movie list for the rest of this year and I noticed that Jumanji 2017 is due out next month it looks awful oh, really? and Jeez. not in an entertaining way don't tweet when The you Rock find... that I hope The Rock's not listening to this he'll be you know, fucking so annoyed He'll be quoting us. He'll be, tweet- He'll be retweeting us, go ahead. Did you, oh, did you see that?
0: Did you see him replying to the people who didn't even add him? And also, oh, their messages had no retweets. There was no way other than him searching out criticism on oh. Twitter that he would have seen this and he was like, uh, yeah, you guys have all the answers. See you at the box office or some
2: shit like that. Remember when we loved Ricky Gervais and The Rock and then they got on Twitter or and- <laughs> their true colors? <laughs> um, oh, dude. Anyway, when you combine this with the Baywatch movie from earlier this year, I have to ask, is Dwayne Johnson a good actor? <laughs> oh, Scott. I think I have an answer for that one. Uh, no. He's
0: not a good actor. I, I <laughs> don't know. I like I kind of think he is. Um, but his, his, um, his choice of project, I think, has gone down a little bit lately. And um, I think... It's being proven that um, he is not the box office gold people just kind of think he is. I think it's a, I think with the Fast Five and some of the other very successful things he's worked on, it's been right place, right time, right actor, and right franchise. Like, I think he's part of why that franchise is huge. But I also think there are lots of other factors that make it a huge franchise. And I think we're just kind of realizing now that okay, he's not a, he's not the golden goose, you know what I mean? But I think he's a good actor. I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a film where I've gone, oh, he was he was awful in blank.
2: Well, that's true. Um, Scott actually has some data for us on this. Uh, he says if you remove the Fast and the Furious franchise, he's starting to touch epic films as Gem and the Holograms, eighteen percent on on RT. San he Andreas,
0: was in that? Oh my
2: god! I, well, I, I don't remember that, but. Scott claims it, and I would never, ever... No, I believe, I believe him, it's just like... ...ever I... accuse Scott of not bloody trucking with facts, Barry. Yeah. So, um, well, talk-
1: the, Rock, the Rock plays himself in that movie, in what I assume is a cameo.
2: Oh, oh okay, great. cameo. Fair enough. Fair Always enough. great. Um, San Andreas, 49%. G.I. Joe, retaliation, 29%. And Faster, 43%. His highest non-rated uh, Fast and the Furious and non-animated film he's been in is Central Intelligence at 70%. Uh, 20 of his movies are under 56. Three of his non-Fast and the Furious are certified fresh. Is he a good actor or is he just a new Adam Sandler He's put in movies because certain fans will see the movie no matter how bad it is? Well, not only
1: There's certain fans, footage. but rabid fans uh, who don't worry yeah. about what the critics say, brother.
2: Uh, yeah and you don't like good movies anyway so it's fine yeah,
1: for them yeah. also he was in baywatch uh, which is one of the worst received movies i don't know if that was on yeah, the list
2: that was originally on, yeah he's mentioned that earlier
1: yeah very very um poorly received.
2: yeah and i mean i do like the rock and i do think he does a good job in a lot of these I, to be honest i have, don't think i've seen any of these films though i can't even think of a film i've seen him in so oh, i'm well, saying he's
1: good walking tall uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't run seen them. The movie I mean, yeah, movie. Scorpion King, Mummy 2, all the first
2: the pre, the, two the, two three, guys, the pre-Tooth Fairy era I'm talking about. I I've mm. seen a lot of those, but yeah, everything since... Well, the Fast and, and, Furious, and Furious movies are very yeah. good,
1: which Scott admittedly says, don't count them.
2: Oh, uh, Moana. Moana,
1: he's in. Yeah, Moana, very critically um, acclaimed, if
2: anything. Hercules wasn't no. bad. No. Wasn't great. Wasn't bad. Pain and gain I was pretty shit. Sure. Um, I
1: think yeah. I'm going to base my judgment on on how good an actor The Rock is or is not. Is uh, I'm going to base that on whether he uh, whether he retweets my latest at The Rock tweet, which I've been composing as I've been sitting here. <laughs> Longtime listeners will recall, uh, in an effort to get retweeted by The Rock or some kind of mention, as actually a boy the Barry lad, uh, or, whoop, I fucked that up, your yeah, yeah, boy at the Barry lad has, has got in the past. I've been very complimentary on Twitter about The Rock's latest movie, Jumanji. Uh, so The Rock tweeted yesterday, electricity from 10,000 rabbit fans as we debuted at Jumanji movie clip with uh, EW which I can't remember what that stands for, Entertainment Weekly, at a Stanley Comic Con this December. The game evolves and plays you, hashtag Jumanji, and then he encloses a picture. My reply to The Rock's tweet, and hopefully The Rock will retweet this and prove that he is, in fact, a good actor and not uh, a talentless hack, um, I tweeted, from what I hear, this movie is both a hashtag clanger and... A hashtag banger if you smell what I'm cooking at The Rock hashtag <laughs> Jumanji and for all time's sake I threw it as well hashtag boots to asses so we'll see how The Rock reacts to uh, <laughs> to that if he if he retweets or he he, he sends me a, a thanks brother only love TR um then The Rock's a good actor and I can't say a bad thing about him um if the rock ignores me, or let's say the rock blocks me, then uh, then same thing. So we try and get some try and get some steam behind this tweet. Try and get the rock to uh, to see it, get it go viral. Um, I've, I've
2: replied. I've heard if you reply to someone's tweet that um, pushes it up the list, that makes the
1: algorithm work better. Yeah, the
2: algorithm makes it more likely that the rock will see it.
1: Okay, right. So. Well, I've got Joe's support. Thank you very much, Joe. Um, That's sorry. Because we know The Rock enjoys a good clang and bang in the gym. So I've tried to link the gym uh, to his movie. So hopefully that leads to good things. Um, Uh,
0: But see, what you're supposed to do is, I mean, you need to let him know within... The, the the text within the copy if you will um that it is one RT equals one I respect you Paul or <laughs> one, like, one like equals I respect you. One ignore means i one RT
1: equals I will actually go see Jumanji in the cinema. Uh
0: yeah yeah and what and one ignore equals I'm a bad actor and going to hell. Um There you go. So so um but we'll 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 update you we'll update you listeners um on that as we go. Yeah. Or um, keep
1: an eye on um, keep an eye on Twitter's two biggest accounts at Paul Griffin CSP and at The Rock.
0: You know what you know what The Rock needs to do. I tell you what will get his career uh, juicing again. Go oh well bad, <laughs> bad, <laughs> For the bad terminology I'll there I'll aside. Uh, what he needs to do is he needs to star in a good old fashioned Christmas movie. He needs to star in his equivalent of Jingle All the Way. Yes, he would yes. be tremendous as. Just like Arnie, an unusually stacked up, massive, scary man, but he would he would be fantastic as a lovable, down on his luck dad.
2: Who who becomes a mall Santa to to because he gets laid off.
0: And, and and he's like he's there after hours uh cleaning up uh kid puke because he's also working as a custodian to pay the bills oh, and get yeah. well, he, well, wait, and, well. and he's there after hours he realizes he's locked in and what's this? some burglars have broken into the mall to steal all the toys. To steal that Christmas! Us, oh. I guess, and he goes to the other janitors and like one of the elves, because you have to have a little person there to laugh at, he goes I guess it's up to us to save Christmas.
1: Oh, I'm already loving it. I've got bad news for you guys, okay?
2: It's like Die Hard but with The Rock.
1: I've got bad news. I've got bad news. They already made Jingle all the way, too. And Santino Morello was in it. And where is he now? Fighting with fucking Jim Cornette in a convention <laughs> hall somewhere. Scrapping
2: with Jim Cornette. <laughs> Call compared. So I
1: don't think it's going to work for The Rock. They already tried it. They already tried this exact no, no, model. No, 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 no,
2: no, no.
1: I get very upset, by the way, when I remember that they did a jingle all the way to with Larry the Cable Guy and Santino
0: Morello. <sighs> but the funny thing is, only the three of us appreciate the original as good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 For me, Jiggle All the Way 2 <laughs> is a worse aberration <laughs> than like Everyone Phantom Menace. Like, it's <laughs> worse than K- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Jiggle All the Way 2 is the worst. That, that's, that's killing a childhood right there is what that is. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I need to watch Jingle All the Way again sometime soon. Christmas is you? coming up. Watch 10 you? times over <laughs> Christmas.
2: <laughs> It's been a few months,
1: hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we had it on July. We did a live reaction to it on the podcast.
2: Huh. Uh,
1: I, well, I also have an email.
2: Uh, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry Joe's not I finished.
1: Joe's not finished.
2: For this one. Um, he says, are the NF girl games that are played in London are on the telly over there? I'm curious because the most recent game wasn't on broadcast TV here. It was on a subscription channel and I'm wondering if it was available there. Um, yeah, the games are They're on Sky. Sky but yeah. I think the BBC. The BBC, a few games. I think they showed today's game. Um, I've I i do not watch any of them, so I'm not hundred percent sure. But yeah, they show. And they have a highlights program on BBC every week as well. They're quite into the NFL at the moment. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, good. That's my email. Over to you, uh, Paul. Okay, I've got an email. Uh, good evening, Paul.
1: With murder. On the Orient Express being released soon, I was thinking about remakes of movies that either were terrible Mm? or should never have been made. Orient Express, I think, falls into the the latter category as it was very much a movie of its period. And I can't imagine it will translate well, although it has a pretty good cast. I've seen the trailer for it. I'm interested to see how it turns out. Uh, Anyway, he says usually bad remakes are the realm of horror films, and he spells film the way I say it with a U. Uh, which is very disrespectful Um, Mm -hmm. and he says but movies like Arthur 2011 with Russell Brand and Clash of the Titles 2010 with Sam Worthington were some of the worst remakes around what are the remakes that you and the lads have seen that you wish you could unsee so let me look up here Uh. worst movie remakes (laughs) because again nothing is coming to mind here um Okay, one that I'm going to throw out immediately is the 2001 uh, Planet of the Apes, the one that Tim Burton did with Mark Wahlberg in it. That movie was mostly trash. Um, I haven't seen any of the other ones on this list. It has here the 1997 or 98 Godzilla movie, which isn't really a remake. It's just an adaptation. We do have one here, which I saw this year, which sucked balls, which was The Mummy with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Um, another good shout here is uh, is The Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage. Oh,
0: yeah. Have either
1: of you seen that one? The Nicolas Cage one? The Beast, no. the Beast. I remember I watched that one back to back. We watched the original Wicker Man, and then immediately we watched the, the new one, or the, the remake, Let's say. Yeah, that's, that's probably the, the quintessential uh, horrible remake, I think, is The Wicker Man. Um, because it it not only remade the movie in a bad way, but actively, um, you know, changed <laughs> like, uh, like plot points and stuff, which made the first movie work. They just arbitrarily changed a lot of them, and that movie was not good at all. Um, so I would probably, so I would probably try the Wicker Man out there as, as what I would say is the worst one, one that I wish that I could. Go back and unsee. Any other ones that you can think of?
0: No, other than like Star Wars prequels, but I guess those aren't remakes, you know. So. No.
1: Mm. Uh, now um. I'm, I'm looking up a lot of a few lists here. We of course have you know RoboCop, Total Recall, Fantastic Four, uh, Ninja oh, yeah. Ninja Turtles, Credit uh, Kid. I didn't see a lot of these movies though. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is a good call though. Um, the, the Johnny Depp shit. Johnny Depp Charlie Truck Factory was really awful. Um now I have a list here. Uh this is from comicbook.com. They have their worst movie remakes ever. And they have one on here which uh which I have a bone to pick with. Which oh. is uh a little movie that you might have heard of before. Not only does it, you know, hold its place in the cinematic world but also in the in the little csp universe we have here uh the three stooges is listed here as one of the worst remakes oh, ever
0: controversial comicbook.com uh, bah, bah, not on bah, the same bah, bah. page not on the same page if you will as paul griffin
1: mm, what do i say about it here all of the dated cameos and one-liners didn't make even a portion of this movie watchable Plus, it made the egregious crime of featuring the cast of the Jersey Shore. All right, fair enough. I can't really agree with that. Wait,
0: with Jersey Shore, were in that? <laughs>
1: yeah, which doesn't doesn't oh, exactly oh. date that movie in a very, you know. Um, anyway, uh, three studios, six out of ten for its worth. It. Um, <clears throat> three stars. Scott returns anyway with a uh, pick three actors. The old game we do every now and then. However, instead of doing stars of films, Scott provides us three of the best supporting actors around. So, number one is Sam Neill, who you might remember from Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park Three, which which uh, Scott gives as the negative. He gives the the two movies that Sam Neill uh, is in are Invent Horizon and Jurassic Park, and he says but also Jurassic Park 3, not knowing for us that I actually really like Jurassic Park 3. Um, <laughs> Lance Henriksen, who was in Aliens and Terminator, but also Super Mario Bros., which is a very appropriate week for that. And finally, my name is Mark. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors
2: off. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors <laughs> off. <laughs> and when I go loudly,
1: I go very loudly indeed. I went up, oh, get quiet. I stopped again. <laughs> Essentially, what Scott has done here is just ensured the rest of the podcast is just going to be Michael Caine impressions. So basically, would you choose
2: Michael I'm, Caine? I bury another Batman.
1: <laughs> I was in Batman Begins. At exception, but also Jaws for the Revenged, which is the one with the psychic shark. <laughs> he says, "Have a good week, uh, Scott." So, I mean, right away, without even looking up the filmographies, I'm going Michael Kane. Caine. Aren't I? <laughs> um, okay, let's take a little look. Sam Neil. I know Sam Neil was in a little um, little TV show called Alcatraz. If any- I don't know if anyone remembers that show. Uh, which really no. didn't even get off the ground. I think it went for one series. It had that uh, that big fat lad off Lost in it. Um, so Sam Neill, let's see what he's been in. Uh, Ch- 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 Jurassic Park, obviously. The Piano. The Jungle Book. The 1994 version. Not the good version. Um, Event Horizon, of course. As Scott said. Bicentennial Man. Uh, Jurassic Park 3, he was in a load of other movies I've never seen, mm. Daybreakers he was in, uh, Escape Plan, <laughs> right. he's in Escape Plan, what, I don't remember him being in that, okay, he's in Escape Plan Party, which is a big uh, a big thumbs up from me, he's in Thor Ragnarok, by the way, uh, in a cameo. Which, uh, I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok yet, but it's been getting very good reviews. Uh, Lance Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson is... Let's see what you've been in. Uh, Aliens, obviously. The Terminator. Uh, He was in The Omen 2. He's in The Godfather Part 2 as an FBI agent. So that's kind of a little unofficial uh, you know cap there Uh, he was in Dog Day Afternoon as well uh, which is also a very good movie Um, The Terminator as we said Uh, Alien 3, Super Mario Bros (laughs) Uh, Scream 3 Alien v Predator which is not a very good movie he was in, back to back, he was in Abominable, and then he was in Sasquatch Mountain. Now, I I've don't. i never seen Sasquatch Mountain, but that sounds like a hell of a movie. Uh, he was in a couple of, uh, well, I'm assuming here are knockoff movies, The Da Vinci Treasure he was in, and he was in heard of <laughs> Pirates of Treasure Island, which came out right around the same time as Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, not that I'm making any kind of connection there. Um and he was in oh my god, he was in that one movie Monster Brawl. That was the um the wrestling movie with like um all the monsters in it, wasn't it? Who was in that movie? Kevin Nash was in that movie. Um Lance Henriksen in that as well. Uh no, I think I'm gonna have to go Michael kane here. As 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 much as Sam Neal and Lance Henrickson put up a fight here. I think it'd be much more if we were to swap out Sam Neal for someone like Jeff Goldblum, and maybe Lance Henriksen for—I mean, the 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 best supporting actor of all time, John Goodman. We probably would have a little bit more of a a battle here, mm-hmm. but I would I would go I would go Michael Caine.
2: Oh, yeah, Caine,
1: Caine
0: on the way. Go it's gotta, Caine. Be Caine. gotta be Caine. It's <laughs> <laughs> gotta be Caine. We've yeah. definitely made that joke. I don't know how many times. You're
1: only supposed it. to open the hell the cell door.
2: You're only supposed to rip the bloody door
1: off. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on to uh the resting portion of the show now. Quite a little bit of news to get through and then we'll obviously talk about TLC uh from last week. So yes. WWE WWE announced today the releases of three superstars. Have you heard about this, Joe? Uh yeah, I have. Uh I thought it was gonna be. A, I thought would be a good little quiz if one of the three of us hadn't heard about it, because I only came across it even in the few uh, few minutes before we started going on in the air. Um, yeah, be a good little guess, l- little quiz, wouldn't it? Who do you think the three people they uh, they released would be? Um, John Cena, uh, John Cena, Vince McMahon, and Triple H <laughs> have all been released.
2: Wow.
1: Uh, no, it's uh, Darren Young. Oh, no. Who I haven't seen in two years. Yeah,
0: honestly, I think, I think these are all fairly standard, with the possible exception of Emma.
1: Emma, who was on the pay-per-view last week. And on Raw. Yeah, so it is Emma, Darren Young, and Summer
2: wishes. I remember when Darren Young came out, and they did all the PR for it. Yeah. Did he even wrestle another match? have Never seen again. Ooh, you're not on Centrally anymore. Thanks for the good PR, there.
1: Yeah, I mean the the last thing I remember about Darren Young was that he was doing the thing with um with Bob Backlund. Do you even remember that?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh. That little thing, and then they just kind of yeah, he just kind of faded away. I don't remember that.
0: Like yeah, that went like nowhere. I don't even think that. Yeah, I can't. Remember. I there was a culmination. I can't remember what it was, and and that was it. It was it was off TV. Great. Uh, um, so so. Darren Young, I mean, that's, that's no real loss. I mean, he hasn't been used in forever. Summer Ray is a curious one because she's kind of one of those people that a lot of people are, like, always clamoring for her to get a push. And I feel like she's done decently well every time they've tried, even with horrendous material like the Rusev uh, angle. Um, so I definitely feel there's maybe a little bit of um, potential there that was not fully utilized but uh, I for uh, for whatever reason they've just never properly gotten behind her. I don't know what the issue is. Um, I'll be curious to see what, if anything, she does outside of WWE. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I mean, I I think uh, Emma was probably the best of the bunch of them. I, I don't think that Darren Young or Summer A were were particularly good. Um, so not a huge loss. Seemed like. Uh, it seemed like you'd always see Emma and Summer Ray like, f- obviously not in the ring, but, like, they'd forever be, like, photographed together, and I don't know whether they're close friends or whatever, but they're both gone now, and then Darren Young, also.
0: Could the be, uh, the Emma thing, to me, kind of felt inevitable when, when they ditched the Emma Lina thing. Yeah, yeah. And- like, okay, it seems obvious that she like this was the solitary bone they threw her after not pushing her for the longest time, and it was shite. And I think she knew it was shite, and I think she didn't want to do it. And I think that's probably why they binned it immediately and forgot about it. And once once you've kind of reached that point where they don't where they don't give you anything for the longest time, and then you're not um you're not sort of happy with what they give you. I think they most likely gave up um so i'm kind of surprised it took this long i'm also surprised that they did it now after they just started to give her a little bit of a push um but who knows what their internal logic is i'm sure i'm sure there's more to uh i'm sure that there'll be more to this in the coming days and weeks no doubt um but uh yeah uh I- interesting developments darren young i don't know if we'll ever see that name again i'm sure he will work some in these i don't know that he is going to be working your uh your well, prestige it needs your. your just you wait your own
1: until. Prestige. Until Vendetta this weekend. Barry, when they oh, announce. When they announce Darren Young.
0: Davis versus Darren Young. He's the mystery man. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be something else. Yeah, I, I don't know that. Because he, he is. Honestly, I feel like Summer Ray and Emma have more of a clamoring fan base going, oh, please push this person than he does. Um, like, i like, I never hear anyone say, oh, I wish they would push. Um uh Darren I'm Young. surprised
1: Darren Young lasted as long as he did. I mean obviously for for a little bit they had a good thing with the prime time players, but when I think of Darren Young from NXT with his his you know John Cena face and troll hair. Um and then you think of later Darren Young where he just had kind of no personality and he paired with Bob Ackland. Yeah, I don't feel like there was there was a lot more they could really do with Darren Young. I don't think he ever really connected on on any level. Um, so that's unfortunate. Um, Emma, like I said, I thought Emma was was pretty good actually. And again, they just couldn't couldn't really find anything for her to do, or maybe she just wasn't reliable enough. And uh, Summer Ray, yeah, I don't know if Summer a ever had <laughs> ever had a peak or 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 ever ever really had any chance going anywhere. Uh, um. Also, linked to this story, NXT superstar Leo Rush uh, tweeted, in my opinion, somewhat innocuously, I guess these are the things that happen when you're not truly ready for at WWE Oscar with a clown face. Because obviously that's Oscar's whole catchphrase, right? Nobody is ready for Oscar. Yeah. Um. And, and the, the WWE and NXT rosters have been Losing their minds about this tweet. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I thought the tweet was dumb, and I, I know that he was. He's always um putting his foot in his mouth. He's a bit of a dipshit, truth be told. So I was. I was A lot of people were wondering. When how he's long
1: gonna, would it take?
0: How long would he last before he does something like this? So it was stupid, but I do think, like, the. All right, all the melting down about it, I think, was a, li- a little much. Even though I do think he, you know, he did deserve to be smacked on the bum if truth be told for, for for making light of you know someone basically losing their job especially make like him ma- it's
2: about, so what gone. So gone. no no go ahead I was just gonna say make him eat one of those one chip challenge <laughs> chips <laughs> it's a punishment um <laughs> it's funny yeah. all, all the people mm-hmm. who have kind of come out about it from
1: like very low NXT guys all the way up to like I saw Bray Wyatt tweeted about it and uh yeah, a lot of negativity towards Leo Rush, uh, very publicly as well, from, uh, from the WWE roster. So uh, good luck to you. Maybe uh, maybe get off Twitter for a little while. He also tweeted a, a uh, an apology of sorts. Um, kind of. Kind of. An apology where he kind of very, very subtly puts the blame on people who didn't get his tweet as opposed to him for tweeting it. Uh, He says, uh, at the end of the day, there's a certain level of respect within professional wrestlers in the sports and entertainment, in all caps, industry, that is noted within peers, whatever that means. With that being said, uh, and then he does that thing where there's a space, then a comma, and then another space. Emma, I respect you and everything that you've done for our business. It saddens me that the uh, quote controversial tweet unquote got completely bro- blown out of proportion and looked at in a very insensitive way. Again, whatever that means. Uh, as yeah,
0: it's like it's like <laughs> sorry, sorry, you took offense type of thing.
1: As a family man with a 4 year of son and expected another, I would never lack. I would never laugh or mock the fact of someone losing their their T H E R E job. <laughs>
0: It's not a well-written... Let's not give him a hard time for, not, for, you know, the spelling.
1: Because of how it can affect self-person and their families. Whatever the situation may be regarding the release, full stop, <laughs> you're an amazing, performer a respected athlete by yours truly. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and I'm sure you will excel beyond expectations which is kind of the meaning of the word excel right um, to my fans who may have seen this as inappropriate as well as Emma's fans I apologize and I love you all regardless of the responses on behalf full stop on behalf of myself and the WWE good luck so he's speaking on behalf of WWE now as well
0: um, that's so funny it's like on behalf of WWE good luck <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: like oh Damn, oh, that is
1: genius. He is only 22, uh, in uh, fairness. Um, so we won't, be, we won't be too hard on him. I was more more laughing at that for the comedy of it rather than to make any. I you don't know how to go at him. It was just kind of funny. Uh,
2: just
1: funny. I think he deleted as well the original tweets. I don't see it on his Twitter account anymore, so he must have deleted it. Um, so there you go. How long has it been since Triple H tweeted the picture of himself on your rush? Uh. 13 days. Okay. That might be a new record.
0: The one where it looks like Leo's going to his Debs. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> looks like his dad is sending him off to the Debs. Why don't we get a photo together before you go off? Oh, man. Brilliant stuff. <laughs> uh, in other news, Jeff Jarrett's gone to rehab for the old uh, boozing. Uh I saw this in the week that he uh, he had attended the the show in Canada and I saw the video of it as well where he was in no condition to perform kind of reminded me of um one of the worst things I think I've ever seen in wrestling you, I'm sure you guys both remember the video of Scott Hall yeah. that one time um where he could barely stand up and we've had reports of the you know the last uh couple of months i would say now of jeff jarrett having some kind of alcohol related dependency issues so it's good it's good to see him finally uh do something about it as opposed to you know bumble his way i would say through one mistake after another it's funny because this all this all kind of pairs up timeline timeline wise with uh the whole tna gfw thing it was a very weird time for that whole deal to come to together at the same time Jeff Jarrett is kind of battling this addiction because uh, if I'm not mistaken he was kind of on Impact TV at the time right he was like kind of all over that
2: Yeah very weird Yeah
1: weird
0: uh and he, but he had he had some in ring uh, mishaps in AAA earlier this year, so yeah, I guess it's an ongoing thing. The video is kind of sad. I don't think it's as bad as like the Scott Hall thing, but like it's it's, it's no, pretty the Scott rough. Hall
1: thing is one of the worst things up there with
0: yeah, that, that was Jake Jake Robertson
1: on. beyond the mat. It's kind of
0: yeah, those those are situations where like God, what, what's up with these promoters? How desperate are they to to you know make sure the fans see the person they paid for? You know, but um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's sad. Uh, so he has gone to rehab. Uh, and for and interestingly enough, it's um, WWE uh, assisted. Yeah, rehab.
1: This, um, is, this is this kind of the first Je- Jeff Jarrett WWE link since the whole China deal went down eighteen literally,
0: years ago. Yeah, I, I believe literally the first interaction they've had that I that I know of since nineteen ninety nine. I don't even. I still think to this day they're probably not on speaking terms. Um, it's, to my knowledge, um, well, kudos but, to WWE
1: yeah, for still. You know, helping them out. Uh, they they, they could very easily could have said you know no, no to Jeff Jarrett because of their history.
0: Yeah, so if for those of you who don't recall that WWE does have a program, you know, part of their wellness program, kind of one of their PR things. Although to be fair, they they didn't announce this. This was a this came out on I think Pro Wrestling Sheet. so this was a, a news site broke this, not WWE. So I'll cut them a bit of slack there. Um they have a program where if you have ever been under contract to them and you need to go to rehab for whatever reason they will uh they will fund your your rehab. Obviously they don't they don't cover, you know, your lifetime of like medical expenses or anything to do with that, but if it is a a rehab related thing they will they will fund your rehab. Which is interesting first of all that like you said that they did it for him. Also not to listen, I don't want to pry or or judge any any aspect of this decision, but I I wasn't of the belief that like Jeff Jared like needed money for rehab. You know what I mean. In Where's all his that... gold gone? <laughs> well, but not even that. But like, I was of the belief that he is still a, a relatively well-off person. He's managed to continue making money in wrestling. I mean, look, Jesus Christ, he was he was welcomed back into the fold in Impact in a managerial and on-screen position earlier this year. He's always finding ways to stay in the business.
1: Sure, again, you can probably spoof think... your way into a management position in TNA with not too much, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Well. So. But. But also. I guess. I mean. Hey. Look. That. That situation went pear-shaped. He's. I mean, He's doing small-town Canadian indies. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's. Maybe he's in worse financial. Uh, you know. And hey. When you have a drinking problem. I mean. Look. The. The financial aspect of that can spiral out of control. So maybe I'm talking out of my ass. But um, that's a. Yeah. That's a developing uh, a story. Uh, I wonder if that'll. I, I think I, that I, Rick
2: Lair would have a lot of money. But. Yeah. yeah well. We Perhaps know what we happened. know from his Facebook. Uh, desperate. Uh,
0: yeah. I I I wonder if that will lead to any kind of mending of the WWE relationship, but I highly doubt it. He left there. Uh, Vince McMahon. If there's, I mean, he, it's not just how he left, but also when you get one up on Vince McMahon, so few people do that. I think he'll never live it down. Um. So why? Uh, so yeah. Um. Elsewhere in the news. Uh. Next week, Paul or. Yeah, this coming Saturday, you and I are going to OTT Vendetta, which is the last Tivoli show of the year. Uh Uh, It's a pretty interesting uh, uh, card they put on there. Lots of strong announcements, um, uh, some some unusual matches uh, on there again. Obviously, the big main event, the big one, uh, Matt Riddle versus Jordan Devlin. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is most likely going to be the main event because the world champion is in a non-title Match a match that really doesn't scream main event. Oh, is me. it
1: non-title? I didn't realize it was non-title.
0: The, well, none of the none of the graphics say anything about title. I think they typically specify it when it's title. And
1: I uh, guess because the, the main event has a stipulation, then we have whoever wins. Yeah, so
0: so the stipulation of the main of Riddle versus Devlin is the winner becomes number one contender uh, to face Mark Haskins at the National Stadium. Uh, next month. Well, either.
1: the thing is here on the Haskins Banks graphic, it does say beside Mark Haskins in the most illegible font, it says NLW Champ. So I don't know if that means anything, but uh, yeah, I,
0: I think that's, that's just kind of denoting that he is the champ. I, I think, mm. uh, you know, as, as I mean, as he so Mark Haskins is the champ. He's facing Travis Banks. Um, the Banks is great, but he's not. He's not remotely pushed in OTT. Um, I think it, it would be crazy to make that a title match when you ha- when you're when you're building the story of riddle and, and Devlin um, fighting for a title shot I think it would be um, I think that would be very silly. plus um, there's been a lot of matches on, on OTT cards this year where the champion has been unable to follow a big undercard match yeah sometimes that match tends to include Jordan Devlin a lot of times it tends to include Matt riddle uh, so the idea that that haskins and and banks who are both great but I would not fancy their odds of going on after, uh, after those two. Um, so I think that match will be incredible. I I cannot wait. Two of the best performers in OTT all year, Devlin and Riddle. Um, and I think, you are you probably in the same boat as me? I mean, we're both thinking Devlin wins.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. uh, Although it would, be, it would be it would be cool if I I don't believe he's announced for it. I think he probably has booking that day. But Riddle in the stadium would be cool. But uh, yeah, seems like they're doing the Devlin Championship Chase, mm. which is cool. It's a great story. The fans are behind him. The chat next world champ. It's obvious. So uh, also on the card, then you have uh, Banks versus Haskins. Um, that will no doubt be really good. Um, uh, you know, as I say, Banks isn't pushed super hard, but he's always he he always does well uh, in, in OTT. So look forward to that. Also on the card, we do have the previously alluded to uh, mystery match. Uh, Scotty Davis versus a mystery man. Um, if Scotty Davis wins, he also gets a shot on the national stadium show hmm. uh, next month, which is uh, a nice stipulation. I thought that was a, a cool thing to do. So uh, any guesses on who that will be? I have
1: no idea. Didn't Scotty Davis wrestle in the stadium already though? Wasn't he didn't he wrestle yes, with Jigsaw he at the... yeah, he,
0: was, he was on Scrapper Mania, yeah and he was. Okay.
1: So a bit of a weird situation there.
0: Um bit, bit of a weird one, but I you know I still like the idea I have there, no you know, idea there, who there, there, the mystery
1: man is gonna we have no clue. Um
0: There's I mean there's a couple of locals that could be like Logan doesn't have a match, so I guess it could just be Logan, but I don't think they'd build up a surprise and have it be well remember Justy was the last man in the...
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: So it could... They could tease to big surprise, and then Logan comes out, or Sammy D.
1: We also have uh, the two young lads...
0: Sorry, I I misspoke. At at the last show, they don't have a graphic for it on the Twitter, but they announced at the last show it's Logan and Sammy versus Team Prick. Yeah. Oh, so my bad, yeah. So I, I was thinking it could be one of them as the mystery man, but I forgot they are in a match. So, um...
1: You have Zach Gibson and Charlie Sterling against Curtis Murray and Nathan Martin. That should be a good laugh.
0: That uh, great, yeah. I'm wondering wondered where Charlie Sterling was. We haven't seen him in a bit. Yeah. Was, uh, he's great.
1: And then they announced two more matches in the last few days, which I was kinda of mystified by. Uh Martina, the, the women's champ, against Lana Austin, who I've I've never heard of.
0: I knew, I know absolutely nothing about her. When she got announced, some people were like, oh, that's cool. Oh, she, you know, apparently she's, she's, uh, you know, building a little bit of a profile for herself in the UK. People seem to like her. Um, absolutely, no, I don't know nothing about her. So that'll just be, to me, that's just a match.
1: And then I thought the the Cody Rhodes-Phoenix-Flip Gordon match would be the the weirdest uh, triple threat match that I'd see this year. Uh, no, because at Vendetta, it's going to be El ligero versus Chris Brooks yep. who's uh whose name is misspelled on the poster always <laughs> versus the fabulous nikki all right
0: yeah i wh- why what is it with OTT and the triple threats they love they love their triple threats and they also they love just kind of pulling names out of a hat for them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Earlier this year, we got Haskins, Banks, and Jigsaw in a three-way, which was really which good. Which is great. Which was
1: great, in fairness, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, and generally, I mean, look, I I love a good indie three-way. Lads doing all kind of moves. We didn't we didn't we get a great three-way with Lagero last month, even, and that was a weird match. That was fucking Scotty versus Jordan versus Liguero in a very wacky match. Well,
1: it was supposed uh, to be um bubblegum, bubblegum. and then yeah,
0: then yeah. It was, so I I don't. I mean, I'm sure this will be fun, but can I? Can a man get an El Ligero singles match in the Tivoli, please, if, if at all possible? He's, he's great, and he he deserves an El Singles match. But look, I'm sure this will be fine. This will be a fun undercard three-way. Um, uh, yeah. I wonder. I, I don't think they've announced CCK for the stadium. I wonder if they're going to do anything with them. Well, they did announce a um,
1: um, pretty strong style because Will Ospreay will not be appearing, sadly.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think we talked about that. Yeah. So uh, Osprey had a scheduling conflict, so he's off, which... Uh, and they announced a pretty strong style over there, which is cool. Um, but that mm, I'm curious what, what they're going to do with Ryan Smile because uh, the the general vibe they they were giving was Osprey versus Smile. They never announced that, obviously, but yeah, um that's funny. we've yeah, not so seen I,
1: Ryan Smile for quite a while since he lost the title. He's been kind of
0: yeah, I was I well was curious because the so Smile isn't announced for this show. But I was expecting him to show up as a surprise. He could potentially maybe be he would
1: be the surprise. That would actually make a lot of sense. Yeah,
0: and he'd be a heel, which fits. I mean, that's good. Because yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. I was yeah. saying this to someone privately. I was like, before they pulled Osprey, obviously, I was like, if they're gonna do that match, then Smile probably has to show up on this show to to make the match because they've done all they've done is have have Osprey allude to it after that cereal bowl match. Um, uh, but they have not. They have not turned the wheels any more than that. Um, but now that's that's off the table. So we'll see. Yeah, Ryan's actually. I think yeah, that, that's a solid guess for um for the Scotty uh, match, Um bringing them back into the fold. Um, and then obviously a yeah, Team Prick versus uh, uh, Logan and and um Sammy D. Interesting to see how Sammy does. I thought the Logan and Justy team was fantastic. Uh, Sammy, I mean, I like Sammy, but uh, I think that's he he has some big uh, boots to fill in in Justy's place. Uh, team Prick obviously are, are great.
1: It's funny um, because at the time of the gymnasties I always kind of considered uh, what idiot I was uh be cool to be kind of the lesser of the team but post uh, post gymnasties uh, yeah be cool is be cool as ten times Christmas I mean he has
0: yeah and it's it's um uh, and it's it's kind of one of those things though where we haven't to be fair we haven't really seen much of Sammy. um you know, he had the one maxed match, which wasn't which wasn't much. I, I think it's uh, unfair
1: to him as well that he's essentially replacing Justy, who who had his own kind of aura. Uh, it's going to be very big shoes for him to fill, let's say.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, we will see. And then, uh, uh, yeah, and we also, they have not yet announced uh, a Joey Janela match. No. So he's, he's. I'm hoping he doesn't
1: get Tigre Uno'd.
0: No, and they they haven't interacted on Twitter. He hasn't made any allude. Now he's he they all his other bookings for that weekend. He's doing Rev Pro. He's doing some other. He's you know he's doing the usual big tour that the Americans do. Your David Starr types do. He's coming over and he's doing his OTT. His Rev Pro and all the stuff. All those other matches are announced. So like Friday and Sunday he has matches. Just OTT is the one that remains unannounced. I'm. I'm wondering if maybe they're going to do an Angel Cruise match, but they're going to build it up over the course of the evening in vignettes. Maybe. Uh, which which makes sense It's what they like to do with Angel. Um, so we will see, but that's uh, that's to be confirmed. So yeah, uh, next week we'll be back on the show. Um, um uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that next week. Um, what else we got going on in, in the wrestling world here before we move on?
1: Um, that is much as news. I guess we have to talked about TLC. From next week. Uh, what do we make of the main event from TLC? Uh, for TLC? Yeah. I. Can I say, fire. first of all, uh, first of all, Curt Angle dresses the shield.
2: Uh, yeah. Called that. Barry, Barry, he's done yet. Okay. <laughs> 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 he's, he's taking it well. Um, uh,
0: the, um,. Uh, I thought the match was like a fun shield brawl for like five minutes and then it was like what felt like an hour of a slow plodding heel beatdown
2: okay.
0: and then five minutes at the end of uh, that bad mid-2000s WWE stupidity with a truck and swerves and teammates turning on each other and people taking bumps through obviously fake gimmick stages and just... I i was loving the match and then I was extremely bored and then I was extremely annoyed. I ended up really not liking it.
1: Oh. Okay. Um, I quite liked the match throughout. Uh, I never felt that it really... I don't know. I guess I never felt that it's... I, obviously when Angle was carried to the back and made a 5-on-2 and it was definitely more of a heel beat I think. But I never felt the match slow down that much. Um,
0: I also hate that spot. I'm sick of people in WWE getting carted out mid-match.
1: Well, I mean, that's, that's something else that we also called last week, that that exactly would happen. Um, so as, as bad as our predictions are, we're pretty, we're pretty spot on for this one. Um, yeah, I mean, this would be a little bit better had they not done that exact same kind of angle, no pun intended, uh, at SummerSlam. They did exactly the same thing. Um, I'm amazed Angle did as much as he did, as he was taken. Yeah. he took a power slam on the outside through a table. Um, yeah,
0: but I feel like I feel like that was you know relatively okay. He there was no there was no ladder bumps, you know. No,
1: but even by the kind of the criteria at which I thought, or at least let's say the level at which I thought Angle was gonna work, I think he did more than I expected. Mm. There wasn't a lot of. To be fair, there wasn't a lot of TLC to the match. It was just a, a, a hardcore match for all types purposes. Right? I know that they used a couple of tables and there was obviously chairs, but I can't remember too many ladder spots. Which kind of goes to the whole point of TLC matches. When the TLC matches to pick something down from like like a normal ladder match, pick something down from a, a contract or a belt or something. When you have a pinfall match, it kind of defeats the purpose of people constantly being climbing ladders. You know, like that's that's like the logic for having the two or three people on a ladder is while well, they're climbing to get the belt, right? So in yeah. this match, you can only really have people climb ladders to intentionally jump off onto people. So that kind of removes the the whole ladder gimmick i guess so it wasn't really a lot of ladder stuff they did um have the garbage truck for some reason which was set up like right before the match miz just had a throw completely throwaway line where he's like um yeah we're gonna we're gonna take out the trash today and he gave like a wink <laughs> you know, like that was the whole setup for it, and then they had they had this like garbage truck set like completely. I'm
0: not. Uh, I, I can I just say, lads, before I go out there, I, I I would just love to see those lads thrown in a bin. Anyway, let's go.
1: <laughs> that's that's what it was. Yeah, and they all look confused, and then a garbage truck came out, and they obviously um. Kane and Braun Strowman started fighting during the match. Kane uh, choke Strowman off the stage, a little five foot bump onto a big mattress. Um, Kane,
0: Kane was so plotting and boring in this match like the the he did a spot where he like double choke slammed both the shield guys through a table and just like stood there with his hands on the throat and they took just took a back bump <laughs> same with the brawn thing just like gave him the Undertaker Rikishi push. Hell in a Cell push oh my god I'm fucking sick of Cain I'm, and I'm sick of people who insist on telling me Kane is great fuck off <laughs>
1: I think Kane oh, w- was God. great for a little while in, maybe, no, uh, no. <laughs> I was going to say maybe like mid-2000. Um, or maybe, I, yeah. Yeah. Kane for whatever reason in 2002 was able to like move around really fast. Uh, and then by 2003, he was back to, you know, shucking Shane man's balls and Back to the cane we all know and love, hardly able to move. Um, yeah, Kane was Kane was. First of all, I don't know if you guys noticed. right? Kane's wig was way bunched up on his head. He looked like he looked like he had a like a woman's hairdo, like properly, like
0: yeah, it's weird. I mean, done. It was like, I don't
1: know. He had his hair did. He didn't look like normal sweaty man Kane. <coughs> excuse me, and you could see, <coughs> excuse me, you could see his like, the, his little short hair at the back, like the wig was not on properly at all. Um, and, uh, yeah, they put, they put, they, Kane chokes Sam Strowman off the stage through a little mattress. And then they dumped all the chairs on him in the same way that Cena did to Wade Barrett that one time. Um, and then they're like, Braun Stromman is dead. And then he got up and he started fighting again. Then they, they eventually beat him down. They they threw him into the back of the garbage truck. Where theoretically he was crushed to death. Uh and then the truck drove away, and that was the first storm. So I I don't know why that happened or or what was the the thinking behind, you know, introducing the whole garbage truck thing, but not setting it up on raw or not setting up it up weeks in, in advance. Just arbitrarily having a garbage truck come out and throwing braun Strowman into it, as you say, it was very, very like nineteen ninety nine
0: it was like if if they wanted to have okay. Kane like obliterate braun like first of all i I'm just I don't care for this idea that Braun has to face Kane to get over, but we'll disregard that for now, like I honestly would have rather it if they just pilmanized him. First something you know what i mean they could do but, the, like, do, do the, the undertaker
1: edge thing where they th- Sam's Strowman through a little gimmick part of the stage and then fire comes out of it and they go by god he chokes him to hell oh
0: no this is my this is my exact point this is my exact point like if they wanted to pilmanize him if they want to injure him so he comes back in three weeks or whatever on a raw surprise to kill kane fine pilmanize him do a tombstone on the steps do something like that just i I think Braun is not the type of person people want to see in the cartoon shit, getting thrown into getting trapped, not even just thrown into the van, but, like, they acted like he was being obliterated by the compactor. Like, fucking, give me a break. And, and like, likewise with the fire. Like, no fire, no death, no death angles. Like, oh, <laughs> God, I understand he needs to, because, like, he's basically a baby face now, I guess, and he needs to, they need to get some heat on him. But just, The you know, irony of, I mean,
1: of, what? of what you're saying as well is that they did, I remember, they did exactly, as you're saying, a, pil- a pilmanizing angle in the in the Kane um, Snitsky feud, which was like one of the most comical yeah. feuds, where you could probably have someone come out and put a baby in a garbage truck, or whatever. But Snitsky, yeah. I remember, yeah, he put the cane on, he put the chair in Kane's neck, jumped on it, and Kane's larynx was busted, or whatever it was. And then for this feud, they're like, okay, get the garbage truck out, throw Strowman in it. Um, I don't know. I think it's just a symptom of. Symptom of Cain is that Cain always has to yeah. be involved in the yeah. worst shite.
0: And um,
1: do you know what uh, I was thinking of the other day? By the way, go on. The Undertaker was found in a vegetative state. Can you imagine they, they actually did that? That was actually a storyline they did. That the dead, yeah, the dead zombie man who can shoot lightning out of his hands and and return from the dead is in a hospital. And is is a vegetable. And
0: I forgot they did that. Yeah.
1: And Kane was investigating, like, like fucking like a detective was investigating. As
0: if anyone didn't know it was him,
1: <laughs> of course it turned out to be him at the end. And then the Undertaker was just not a vegetable anymore. And then they had a they had a Hell in a Cell match where Paul Bearer shone the light of the urn in the Undertaker's face, and Kane beat him. Yeah. Worst feud ever, maybe. Anyway, maybe yeah. Until until uh, Strom and Kane, we'll see how that one goes.
0: So um, what and and you'll be shocked to learn that the baby faces overcame the odds, lads, and they uh they were able to. Kurt
1: Angle the came back, and he one of, one of my new favorite things of the year is he just Angle slammed Cesaro through a table like he just threw him through the air, uh, which is great. Um, and then yeah, they did a, they did a triple power bomb for the win. Uh, amazed that Angle was able to hold someone up for a powerbomb, but he didn't. Uh, I beat it with the help of the shield, and that was it. Um, it was kind of wacky as well because um, we talked in advance about how you know the whole Kurt Angle is on the the team thing, and then during during the match, Kurt Angle was just like beating people with chairs and I'm like this is a little unbecoming of the general manager isn't it shouldn't he be okay I, if I'm in the match I'm in the match but I, I kind of don't want to hurt any of my employees here he was just whacking people with chairs but who that, was why?
0: that would be bad TV
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I'm getting at here is that none of this makes any sense
0: I also to be fair it was already bad TV anyway so I guess who cares
1: do you watch any uh, other bits of the pay-per-view or just that
0: uh I did, yeah. I watched. uh, What did I watch? I watched the Oscar match.
1: Uh huh. Um, Which which was an Oscar match, in fairness. Say what? It was just. It was just a a, a typical match. Nothing. I
0: I thought it was a. I thought it was a fine opener. I thought it was a solid uh, solid match. I thought, and to be fair to Emma, who um, we were just talking about her earlier, um, she is just like fundamentally in terms of the basics, like she's such a solid. Wrestler, so so you know, Emma didn't go in. She had to go in there with like I don't know, like Emma. Pardon me. Oscar didn't have to go in there with someone like clumsy, like a Tamina or something like that, who who just isn't very good. Uh, Yeah. Um, So it was it was a solid match. A lot of people were up in arms about you know uh, should should Oscar just have come in and killed her. I mean, I look. If it was me, I would have had the match go ten seconds, but I, I don't think it was any kind of um, big deal that she didn't.
1: Yeah, to um, me, it was a little bit like um, when they did Ziggler Nakamura when he came up to SmackDown, where they had a, like a more or less standard match, where yeah. I kind of felt like that it didn't serve anyone any good to do that. Like the match was fine, but I didn't come out of it thinking. Wow, Oscar is the the next big thing. You know, it was just oh, that was a match. Yeah, and
0: I, I and I think I think that is a problem. I mean, I'm not like the sky is falling about it, but I do think she she came off as just a person on the roster, um, which is a bummer. Uh, but it's early days. We'll we'll see where Oscar goes. Um, the other thing I watched uh, was Finn versus AJ.
1: Yeah
0: which was very much uh, a, a really good match. I didn't I didn't think it was excellent. I didn't think it was match-of-the-year level. I think maybe if you're talking exclusively about WWE, I think it was maybe it was in their match-of-the-year conversation. But honestly, I think they've had a pretty slow year. Yeah, um, I go along with So that. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say there's um, a long list of WWE match-of-the-year contenders, to be honest. Um, but, I mean, that's just because the standards everywhere else are kind of way higher at the moment. So I, I thought this was good, though. Um, and, uh, and um, you know it was solid they, they had no story going in there and th- they just told the story that they wanted to win good old pro wrestling you know
1: and Balor got the uh, clean win over AJ
0: yes beginning, beginning a big push for him uh, very yeah. excited for, for where that goes um, which is good uh, yeah so that was a really fun match um, what uh, so you watched the whole thing did you watch the whole show
1: I did I watched the whole show from beginning to end
0: any any other tidbits you wanted to touch on before we? Uh, um, before
1: yeah, we there on. was one segment which actually they did twice, uh, where Elias Sampson came out to play a song. Oh
0: yeah, he
1: was doing his thing, and the, it was like the the arena was dark, and he had the spotlight on him. Uh, and then and then uh, vegetables started landing on him, uh, like uh, lettuce and celery. Uh, it wasn't the Undertaker coming out of his vegetative state. Uh, it was <laughs> the lights came out and Jason Jordan would, was standing there in his ring gear with a shopping trolley full of vegetables. Um, it was one of the worst segments I've ever seen. Without without hyperbole, it was so lame. Um, I'm sure Vince Man found it hilarious that <laughs> <laughs> God damn, he threw a celery at him. It was, it was it was atrocious, and Jason Jordan is is sinking faster than the titanic. Um
0: and yeah. I'll be honest Ch- Chad Gable on the other show I'm liking you know obviously they're not exactly you know main eventers but you know the Shelton Benjamin teams are right.
1: They yeah they got a little heel edge to them now which I I quite like. Uh Jason Jordan good lord this was this was the the the, there, the there dirt worst.
0: Well I i i know most people agreed it was stupid but i a few times i talked about how stupid it was and there were people saying oh you know you got it this is you know this is a big deal for him they're tying him together with a with a main event star I'm like give me a give me a break give me a break this this makes both him and angle look stupid
1: not even right? not even, I, I, forgetting the car stuff because there was no hint at all about the car stuff on this review. view but the fact that he was throwing like bananas at at another wrestler. This, in my mind, this was even worse than, uh, than, than seeing her writing JBL as poopy on a limousine. This was even worse than that. In ter- in in lameness terms, this was even worse. Because then later in the show, Elias came out again to do a song, and guess what happened? Jason Jordan came out and threw vegetables at him again. They did the exact same segment twice, and like an hour apart, and it was not good the first time. And was even worse the second time when Jordan just came out again and pelted lettuce at him and waved at him like a child. Um, what else? Brian Kendrick, Jack Gallagher against Cedric Alexander and Swan was a, a very good uh, cruiserweight match. In fact, I quite liked all the cruiserweight matches on this show. Um, very, very good. Alexa Bliss, Mickey James was was fine. Uh, the the finish was kind of out of nowhere. Uh, Calisto and Enzo Mori had a had actually they had a, a fun little cruiserweight match. Enzo, uh, Enzo won the title with the uh, eat the feet, eat the foot, favorite eat the feet. Um, oh
0: yeah, I heard. I heard they swapped it back. That's hilarious.
1: Um, yeah, I feel like they just
0: they, they do that
1: too much with with that title specifically.
0: In, in, in general, they they bounce that belt around too much. But I think uh, I I think it's also speculation. And I think it's probably fair that did they did they just put the belt on Callisto to stick it to Neville.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I
0: don't know. But yeah, it's very weird because they also, you'd forget, it's already a distant memory, but of course, Akira Tozawa won that belt this year. For
1: like a day? Was it? For, a,
0: for Literally for a day. I think he won it. No, he won it on a Raw, lost it back on a pay per view.
1: Well, there you go. So, a couple of days. Um, yeah, days. Baller style's good. But I saw a very good Enzo Mori promo. It was on TMZ or something. Very, very good in the week um, um,
0: he, I, I think I saw something he was like drunk and ranting and raving it was very
1: good it was very good I must say it was McGregor-esque um, oh. uh, in a good way not in a bad way where McGregor is saying silly
0: things was, how many slurs were
1: there <laughs> yo I'm black from the belly button down whatever that, that's a horrible thing to say Um and then they finally had a Jason Jordan Elias match Alright, it wasn't very good, and then the the main event was about an hour long. So that was the yeah. TLC show. Um, on Raw, then the following night, we of course had Finn Balor take his uh, his momentum into a, a clean as a sheet loss to Kane. Um, Kane again for two straight nights, ha- ruining everything that is good. Uh, they yeah, also did
0: like, what are, like they're literally just building him up to lose to Braun in like a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, what's the next pay per view Survivor Series, and then? yeah roadblock um, or whatever
0: so like if you didn't see it like you can't we can't really overstate like how much of a a jobbing this was because they were having a, a basic raw match kane was like working finn over finn started his comeback he did his big drop kick he went to the top rope to do the coup de gras. kane just stopped selling stood up yanked finn off the rope choke slammed him once didn't pin him just stood there looking evil picked him back up choke slammed him a second time didn't pin him again picked him back up a third time choke slammed him and then he pinned him and got the clean win like it, Finn didn't even get to kick out of one of the choke slams like he literally just took the three and lost it But was I guess such, the
1: the thinking behind it was, such behind such it was probably something like well it actually makes him look strong that he took three choke slams to pin him but the reality is is that they didn't sell that he would have been able to kick out after one you know what i mean it was yeah. That wasn't a feeling that I got from what they were trying to do. Um, At the end of Raw, they had a a big uh, SmackDown invasion where uh, babyfaces and heels from SmackDown with Shane McMahon came out and laid waste to Raw in like a 20-minute segment where they just went backstage and beat everyone up. Um, There was one good bit where they went into a a locker room and only Jason Jordan was in there. And of course, the first person from SmackDown who walked in the room was Chad Gable. And he went in and beat the shit out of Jason Jordan. I thought that was very uh very interesting. Um Nakamura was also there, and I don't think I saw him throw a single kick or punch. He just went smiling from room to room. <laughs> um um uh, Mojo
0: was leading the he was leading the hunt.
1: This was a very transparent um <laughs> what this segment actually was was wrestlers try to get in the good books by doing this invasion thing really good so you had people like dillinger and and mojo <laughs> like all up in in the in, in the camera going,
2: <laughs> it was
1: kind of silly um uh you had aj styles who like <laughs> half an hour before was teaming with the shield he was now beating their asses um now the whole Raw Smackdown thing is kind of is kind of is kind of stupid cuz obviously they're the same company. But um, what I like in it too and, and this is why I can kind of I can kind of buy into the storyline is is when you watch like football you see uh, a player like Adebayor uh, who used to play for Arsenal right? Emmanuel Adebayor. He used to play for Arsenal and play for them for years whatever whatever. And eventually he moved to Manchester City. And when he played for Manchester City now he scored a goal. This was, I don't know, 10 years ago. And then he ran the entire length of the pitch to slide and celebrate in front of his old Arsenal fans now because he scored for his new team. So I feel like... It, I, I think it's fine to have this kind of like Raw versus SmackDown thing where people, you say, well, they were on Raw just a few months ago. Okay, well, they, they play for SmackDown now. So I can kind of accept on a certain level that that's the case. Uh, I thought the Invasion uh, segment was very well done. Um, I quite like these segments where it feels like something important is happening. This felt like one of them. And then on SmackDown, there was no retaliation from Raw, which is very interesting.
0: I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I guess they were like selling it, I guess.
1: Yeah, I I, I like that they didn't just immediately the next night do the same segment again, but mirrored with Raw being up SmackDown. I feel like it's, that it's better that they kind of change it up again. Because now what this means is next week on SmackDown, there will be a little bit more of a... Will Rush show up this week? Five that they can kind of tease. Yeah, a little bit more. So
0: the only the, only, the one critic I like this a lot, and but one criticism I saw and I think it's fair is that there's there's no real motivation to do this. It's just like it's Survivor Series month, so we have to flip a switch. It's the and, same
1: yeah, thing and- as as we're having a Hell Elm match now because it's October. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. yeah. Yeah,
0: it's like why? Like what motivation? I mean, I guess like brand pride, right? Like they want to say that we're the best. But they you know, but it's just like they it, it never really feels like there's anything on the line. Well, well on SmackDown uh, McMahon, was...
1: Man on SmackDown Shane Man did actually give somewhat of a justification for this whole thing happening. Oh, yeah? is, what he
0: say?
1: I can't remember exactly what he said, but it Was something when 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 he got the call from Raw to have AJ fill in um let me see if I can find somewhere what he said. Um Uh McMahon mentioned the upcoming Survivor series and was insulted that Kurt Angle didn't think that SmackDown roster matched up to Raw. I'm sure not, but I'm sure he said something about how he got the call from from Kurt Angle and that something was said and that that's what tipped it off as as Raw was better than SmackDown, SmackDown was inferior, blah, blah, blah. There was there was some line that he said that actually to justify what happened on, on Raw, that it wasn't just purely It's Survivor Series time to beat up people for no reason. Um, Yeah, can I say as well?
0: By the way, go on.
1: Just on the SmackDown side, um, Sami Zayn, since turning heel, has a whole like new lease on life. His his heel character is tremendous.
0: Yeah, he's do- doing the, like, really... It's funny because they'd had those segments earlier in the year when he was a babyface, and it was obviously being done because someone didn't like him, where he was being, like, really obnoxious, aloof guy. Yeah. Um, and then actually, that kind of
1: became then... his babyface character.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It's like yeah. they, were, they were doing it in a way where it wasn't to make him hated, but it was obviously someone got the idea in their head when they were writing it that, hey, Sami Zayn's a bit of a aloof douchebag Um, So, but now, now that he actually is a heel, they've amped it up and he's, he's skanking extra hard as he walks to the ring like a dipshit. Um, (laughs) It's, it's funny. And it's, 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 this is a new, this is a whole new leaf for him. I don't know that other than some occasional flashes, I don't know that this is some, I don't know that he's ever had an extended period as a heel in his entire career. Um, so this is very very interesting. Um, yeah, so it's it's good. Uh, and we should also mention that uh, with regards to the raw versus Smackdown stuff, they did open raw with the announcement of several matches um, some of which so they're all they're basically doing a woman's survivor series match and a men's survivor series match. I think both of those will probably be pretty good. but they're also doing champion versus champion matches and uh, these do not sound especially great. I think they're gonna need to do some, uh, some title changes to make these a little bit interesting. So the big one, obviously, is they made Brock versus Jinder official. Oh. Um, I don't think they're going to switch that match. I think, I think both those guys are keeping the title for a long time. So that's that's just going to happen. And you know, and honestly, I think Ginder is winning that match as well. So, um, so there's that. Um, they announced Baron Corbin versus the Miz. Uh, that to me feels like a match where they really need to swap the, the titles for, for one of those guys. Probably Baron, because who gives a fuck about him? Um, I mean, who, who could possibly want to see that match? And who could care about these two really not liked heels going at it for, you know, for, for nothing? Yeah. Uh, the other match was uh, Alexa Bliss versus Natalya. Uh, again, I think they could take the title off Natalia if they really had to. She's not good (laughs) it's it's not it's not something anyone wants to see uh alexa i I wouldn't take it off alexa at all i mean because she's she is a quality performer she's someone they shouldn't they shouldn't be taking belts off her willy-nilly i think they should really be building her up to lose in in a a big match natalia i mean who really cares at this stage of the game uh but i actually I, i think that one they'll just go ahead with it um so there's that match, and then the one the one really great match they announced. I mean, Survivor Series doesn't look like a great card on paper right now, but they are doing the Shield, the two man Shield, Dean Ambrose versus Seth Roll and Seth Rollins rather versus the Usos. Yeah, that'll be a hell of a match, if they um, do which that. will probably be a fucking banger
1: <laughs> and a clanger and a at banger. the Rock.
0: A clanger and a banger. Um, so, so that I really look forward to that. I think that's going to be a great match. Uh, I following the sickness we discussed last week on the show that caused them to switch up the TLC card. Uh, no Roman Reigns on this show, um, and no. And he, I guess he could be on the Survivor Series team. Uh, are they there, there has not been an update on when they expect those uh, sick folk to return. Um, so, so I guess that's uh, that's under review. But um, yeah, Survivor Series is, is, is a weird looking card. And um, also, like I don't. Like I guess maybe they're gonna do. Are they going to do Kane versus Braun on that show, or are they going to do it on TV in the build-up to that show? I don't think
1: it'll um, be either. I think it'll probably be the next pay
0: Yeah, well, we'll see anyway. That really, for so what, two months?
1: Yeah. Well, Survivor Series is Raw versus SmackDown, so. Even though
0: Kane technically uh, was on the
1: SmackDown, Braun.
0: Yeah, they switched that kind of, you know, without explanation. Um, they, they've been pretty bad about that, I feel, um, since the, since the new draft. I think they've been, there's been a bit too much willy-nilly, uh, swapping of people and, and stuff like that. The, the John Cena free agent thing really annoyed me. Um, yeah, they, they, they have not protected the, and yes, and yet here they are trying to get us to care about, um, a brand fight when they have not protected the idea of the brands, but I digress. Mm. I, I, the angle was still good. The angle was still good. So, um so yeah Uh, is that everything wrestling related
1: that's everything we had a hell of a lot of wrestling talk this week so the wrestling people would be very happy
0: Uh, we've had some shorter shows recently I think this one was back being longer tons of video game guff and tons of wrestle guff. so uh, next week me and Paul will have an OTT review very very excited I'm, I'm uh looking forward to this show immensely. You know, I mentioned Charlie Sterling back and we got that main event and, and all this other stuff. Uh as we mentioned last week, I think, you know, this show on paper blowing away the National Stadium show right now. Blowing it away. Um uh so I'm looking forward to that. We'll have more again with there we would presume there'll be a Raw and Smackdown feud follow-up on TV. I'm 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 curious. I do want to see what they do. Um so I'm actually looking forward to Smackdown more so than Raw seeing if they do an invasion there um and obviously uh maybe there'll be some more details on those releases we'll see and uh, you
1: know, <laughs> maybe leo rush will be released we'll see
0: i yeah i don't i don't think so but i'm sure i'm sure people will continue to pile on after we go off air so we will follow up there so yeah uh, next week uh, uh you know movie guff, tv gov all the usual fun and games that you come to expect and more wrestle guff as well so um we will be back next week uh if Uh, In the meantime, if you are celebrating Halloween on on Tuesday, taking the wee ones out trick-or-treating or or whatever you're doing or going to a party, do have fun. Um, Be spooky and all that jazz. But also, be safe. Yeah, have a good time. Be respectful. Be nice to each other and all that jazz. And uh, we'll be back next week with a a, a new show. Until then, it is goodbye from me, Ryan Murphy. It is goodbye from Paul Griffin. Goodbye. And it's goodbye Mr. Joe Towner.